dropped. I have a bunch of comments on the side. I just dropped every single one of them. On the so, sorry, my boy. Are you are you serious right now, Frivolous? Yo, I've been working on this all week. Are you serious? No wonder you've been mad. Quite holy shit! I'm giving you the one. I gotta see this. That might be the dopest background. I've been working on it all week, man. It looks fantastic, dude. No, you know what it was? What? I got tired. I got tired of the living room and the fish tank and shit. <laughs> Yo, it looks great. Where are you in your 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 man cave? Like, where are you? I'm in the basement. Oh, oh. Uh -huh. That's why. That's why yesterday when you came over, uh -huh. you had gloves. When you came over, I had gloves on. I was messing with stuff. Clearly, it looks fan fucking fantastic. I'm giving you the one. I'm just looking at you, dude. What's that X Men book behind you? Look at all those CGCs. Which one are you talking about? The X Men book uh, with Wolverine on it. First appearance of Omega Red. Is it really? Wow. Have you had that for a while? If I tell you I bought that off a spinning rack, <laughs> I believe I would believe you. Honestly, I would believe you. Um, wow, holy shit! Kudos, man. I, I am super impressed. You you have blown you know, my geek mind. You know what it was? Like I kept telling myself, I got the stuff, I got the books, mm -hmm. I got to do something. You know, I was just being <clears throat> lazy about fixing the basement. Yeah, because that shit is work, man. Mm -hmm. No, of course, you know. It, it takes good to it takes time to look this good. <laughs> I don't know if uh -huh. if that looks better or this looks better. Uh, I like the other one, the other view. It All looks right. fantastic. Yeah, I even do. Oh. I have my spinning rack. I had the spinning rack <clears throat> in the game room, and I brought it downstairs. It looks great. I, yeah, I remember seeing the spinning rack on your on the top floor. Yeah, so that was another project. You brought home your uh, frijoles, Mike Zek. Oh, yeah. I brought it down. Yeah, because it was in the shop, wasn't it? No, I never had that in the shop. Oh, no? I feel like... Anyways. Nah, no, no way I'd keep that in the shop. That's you know fantastic. what I got behind it? What? Oh, no. You know what? I got it blocked. I got I got Mike Zek to sign um the Doctor Doom Secret Wars that he did. Oh, cool. Very cool. Look at that uh, it's, like, it's like a poster size thing. I don't even know if I have it here. I thought I, I thought I put it here. Maybe, maybe I put. Oh it here. my god! You, you're like making every geek out there in the world right now who is seeing you live, <laughs> like geek geekgasm, not orgasm, geekgasm. Look at this that guy said. Geek, this guy said geekgasm. Geekgasm. How? What else? What else do you call this? This is fantastic. Yo, this is just an upgrade to the show, man. Upgrade. I you make me want to step up my game. I'm gonna start having to put more shit on the walls now. Well, you got it time, looks... man. I remember. I remember when you, when you first started that room. You didn't have anything in that room. No, I didn't. Like it took it, just to get the stuff I have here. It took a little bit of time. Um, but I, I'm still working on it, and I will be working on it. Like I have space here. I want to probably put like um some books here. Yeah. On the actual bookshelf. I wanted to do it. I want to do the show f in a different angle, but there's no way because I have the computer on one wall. Yeah, I wasn't trying <laughs> to say I wasn't trying to say anything to you, man, because I was like I was like, let me just keep it a secret and surprise you. Oh please, I I love that. It's it looks fantastic. Um, 
what is that Doctor Doom? Uh, Doctor Doom, that Doctor Strange book, Alex Ross. What book is that? That one. Yes, sir. That one is um Strange Academy three. Oh, oh which I didn't I know. It. Which I didn't know I had because I found that yesterday looking through my boxes. Because I was looking, really? for, I was looking for something to match the Ayabagamoto. Yes. But the um the J the the J Scott Campbell covers. Yeah, of course. Cool. It looks it looks fantastic. I wish I could zoom in on you. I can't. Um, what zoom in? Yeah, I want to zoom. Don't you know you're good the way you are, so it's no biggie. I want to see if I can zoom in on your image, but there's no way. It's okay though. It looks okay. fantastic. I got my better rate bills on the wall. Do you really? Oh, you do. Wow. There goes your boy right there. I know. I was just going to say, you got a Hellboy mask? Look at that. You know who gave me that? Lenny. I don't know where he found that at. That's interesting. I am, I'll be very curious to ask him where he found that. That's pretty nice. I don't even Honestly, know. I, I think it was at a convention. They were giving them out for free. Probably. that. This is an awesome setup. I haven't even showed you the other side of the wall because I don't have enough space. Ooh, look at these. Look at these CGC's books. Look at these. Look at those box, dude. You look like you're in a comic book shop. Like straight up. Oh my god, the Stanley Ingram book, Art Graham book. Yo, I got that from um, Newberry. Did you really? Oh wow, that's yeah. it's posters, right? Yeah, they're all posters. Yeah. I wanna, I thinking, I, uh -huh. Yeah, I want. I want to one day like see them in a convention and get them signed. You know what I want? I, which I might get. They have uh, the same book, but Greg Capullo. Um, okay. And I kind of like that book, that idea. And then they have a Lieber Mayo um, book. No, actually, you know what? Newberry had it. But mm -hmm. I remember when I went there, the guy wouldn't give me the 20% discount. Wow. So I said, all right. So I looked up on Amazon. Amazon had it for like, I think, $17. $17. Holy shit. That's not bad. Yeah, I no. totally... Um, I totally. Is there anything you would like to point out to the audience? No, we'll talk about that later. Because because <laughs> because we're gonna talk about Spider Man. So there's some, there's a couple of things I want to point out. Yes. Okay, no problem. Um. So I, I know I, I caught you, I know I caught you off guard. That probably would have been good material for the beginning, and then you could have started the show. Well, I, I, honestly, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, press fucking record. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, That's... what? So we you've been recording the whole time? You've been record. I, I've been recording for six minutes and fifty three seconds. Oh, this guy! You always do it to me, son. I'm telling you, it's sometimes I see this and I'm I'm just like. Good everybody and welcome to Geek Archive Long Island. My name is Ben. 
and you can see I'm sending out a link through Instagram right now. So you keep I'm looking down. And I have with me my good friend, the master of the comic shop in his house. Not a comic shop, man. Just years of collecting, son. Years. So I'm showing my age. We got to change your name from Colonel Frijoles to Grandmaster Frijoles. Nah. He, he totally, he's, gotta... he's so humble. He's so humble. Look at this guy. So humble. <laughs> no, nah, I kind of, I kind of still like the the colonel. The colonel. It's on my jeep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oof. But, uh, it, uh, how you doing, Colonel? How, how's it going? Overworked, brother. Overworked. Overworked and underpaid, like everyone else. Yeah, man. I know. I know. I know how you feel. So let's get the show started. Overworked and luckily, you know, came home, chilled, had some. Mm -hmm. I was do I was gonna do a couple of things, you know, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna just call it a night and just do the show, man. Like I mean, I, I I had a couple of things I wanted to go through with some books and stuff, and I was like, ah. Well, yeah, of course, because you're probably were like, yeah. I think you know what's funny. We're starting to actually like plan not plan we've always planned the show but we're starting to finally plan the show in the sense of like this is what we want to do and because of that it gets you thinking what do you want to do and what do you want to have and this leads us to the topic of the show which i named the episode it's called how does spider-man no way home relate to comic books or relate to comics hey. and uh there's our boy right there well my boy's right here. That's beautiful. That's what the, my boy's right here. Yo, keep that on for a second. Keep that on for a second. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Um, because Frijoles finally saw Spider-Man No Way Home. And it came with a disc of Wonder Woman 1970, whatever it is. That shitty Wonder Woman movie. I know some of you guys love it. I'm not a fan, unfortunately. And neither is Frijoles, if I remember correctly. I'm back. Now, you know what happened? I was trying to get my coffee ready, man. Your cafe. I like to get my cafe ready. Your cafe. You want to hear something funny? My cafe ready. With you, my, usually, you're the guy who has mug. like, ooh, ooh. Wait, let's give, let's give this guy a one. Show the mug again. I, I, love, I love my mug. That's an awesome mug. Meow, man. Meow. Beast. That's Beast. Look at the article. Read the article. Can you see the article? Uh, it's a little blurry. Yeah. What does it say again? All right, I'll read it to you. It says, it, say? winged, it says, Winged Freak ter Terrorizes Gotham's Gangland. <laughs> Absolutely. That's our boy, Mr. Robert Pattinson. Anyways. um, Coming soon, Hellboy Mug. Um, I actually made my mug. Oh, you did it? Yeah, you, you it. All right, yes, all right. I did. I'm keeping it a secret. I wanted you, if you didn't show your mug, I wouldn't have said anything. I was uh, like, you spilled the beans, man. I had, to, I had to spill the beans to the to the colonel as soon as I saw the mug. I was like, oh, the dopeness. That's right. This guy goes out. This guy's got jokes tonight. <laughs> um, I spilled the. I, I had to. I had to spill the beans. You know how it is. Um. So yes, Frijoles, sir, junior. No, you, so um. So talk to me. Talk to me about No Way Home. Well, No Way Home, right? So what I wanted to do was, because I finally saw it, I was yes. being, I was being, I don't know what it was. Like, I felt like, to me, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see this movie in the theater because everybody that I spoke to, mm-hmm. the way they bragged about it, I was like, Too I don't much know, hype. man. Like I had like I even when even when when everybody was telling me, yo, you're gonna run to the theater? I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. this is not a theater movie for me. Not for freeholders, man. Why though? Like, explain to me. Because what's funny is that so as long as you've known me, you know that I'm not a big MCU Marvel fan. Like, I like them fair enough, but I will not go see them. I, I shit on them more than I actually like applaud them at times. Yeah, um, but and I actually went to go like actually well, actually see this movie in theater. I saw it opening night. Now I remember you told me you stopped yeah. by the crib before you went. Yeah, yeah, I did. Which is funny because at least for me, like, when have you ever heard me being like, "I'm gonna go see a Marvel movie tonight"? So, talk to me. Well, what was your what was your thinking? Too much hype. Okay, listen. There was two. There's two ways to look at this movie. Mm-hmm. Right when you first when you first watch this movie, there were too many leaks to begin with. You know, Mar- like Marvel. I feel like Marvel needs to slow down on their leaks. I know they want to sell tickets, and I know they want to kind of like. Um, you know, get people into the theater and sell out and sell out and make money, which which is perfectly fine. But Absolutely. but then you have you know geeks like like us, like me and you. You know, like you ran in there, you ran in there because the hype. Listen, I was hyped yeah. from the beginning because the minute I saw Doc Ock and the arm, I was sold, Absolutely. sold. But then they kept pushing these other trailers, and I I enjoyed you know the version of um, the Goblin. When yeah. the goblin, when the goblin showed up out in, on the trailer, mm-hmm. and then they kept showing other stuff and other stuff, and they kept running this 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 trailer, and I was like, "Is this all they got?" And then <laughs> then and then some leak came out that Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire were going to be in it, and I was like, "I see. I mean, I I, I get the multiverse. Yeah, how they're going to do it? Can it be mm-hmm. epic? Can can yeah. it be epic? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that um, after I saw the movie on DVD, um, I told myself this movie was good, but it yeah. wasn't. But it wasn't Great. the it wasn't no, it wasn't the hype that people kept saying. Yo, you gotta go see it. Yo, why haven't you seen this yet? Like people were flabbergasted, son, when they mm. saw like when they saw like Andrew Garfield and they saw mm-hmm. Toy McGuire. Like, yo, calm down, son. They weren't there. Listen, <laughs> first of all. Here's my here's my thing. Okay. Here's my thing. When they yeah. introduce when they introduce Toby, Toby yeah. is gotta be like the best Spider-Man, no? Yes, for me, absolutely. Absolutely. So this guy, instead of making an epic entrance, he walks like he, in like like he walks in like, yo, I just put on, <laughs> I, like I just like I just put on my pajamas. You're gonna tell me if you if you enter the multiverse for the first time, mm-hmm. you're, yo, you're gonna be yo. It's got to be like some sort of epic entrance. Like he should have fucking like swung in, or maybe when that kid, whatever his name is, Ned, Ned or Ted. Yeah, Ned. 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 For, okay, look. When Ned opened up the portal, mm-hmm. I told myself, "What the fuck?" Like he he did one of these things. Like yeah. which like, is what? not which is not comics accurate. There is no none of those stupid slingering things in Doctor Strange. No comic. Anyways, continue. First of all. Like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I'd probably give the movie about an eight. Yes, you know? I agree with you. I, I will give it a I'll say an eight point five for me. I give Easy. it an eight. Listen, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Enjoyment purposes, mm-hmm. I'll probably give it a ten for enjoyment. Okay. 
but absolutely. But the concept of the story and how how they did things, I gets about an eight. I'll tell you the yeah. truth: the the, the entrances were kind of lame. Like when they introduced Andrew Garfield and they introduced like Toby, I, mm -hmm. I definitely give those like a seven because it's just the way they just waltzed in. Like, hey, okay, I'm here. Yo, my name is Peter Parker. Like, no, man. If I listen, if I warped in through a mm -hmm. portal through the multiverse, yeah, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? You'd be ready to fight, man. Well, they said apparently they were there already for since the thing opened, since the multi, since the portal opened. So they might have been like acclimated with the city. I don't know. It doesn't. There's a lot of like, there's plot holes in this movie for sure. There's plot I, holes in this movie. I just think that when they when they introduce the characters to the audience, right? When you're mm -hmm. in the, when you're sitting in the theater, you're mm -hmm. gonna get wild by the guy in front of you, and the guy sitting on the left, the guy sitting on the right. Those mm -hmm. fools were like, yo. Listen, I, I I tell you, I would have been one of those fools too in the bandwagon, but yeah. I felt, but I felt like I'm gonna watch it at home because mm -hmm. when the, when these things go down, I want to see if I really am gonna feel this complete epicness that they were talking about with Toby. Oh yeah. So like, just to tell you my experience, I, like I went opening night, not just one for the hype, because yes, I was totally into the hype. I knew as soon as I saw. William Defoe's Green Goblin in the trailer where he just comes in the glider. I yeah. was like, I'm sold. I'm sold. That's my boy right there. Um, it, it was also, I didn't want this movie to be like um, destroyed for me because Marvel movies are notorious for being destroyed after the opening weekend. Yeah. They tell you everything, everything to the point where you don't have to see it, you know? Yeah. So that's one of the main reasons why I don't like it. Why I don't like the MCU because, as geeks, as comic geeks, as purists, they might say that we're a little shallow in this sense. But we like our media the way we like our comics, which is, don't tell us. Let us see it for ourselves. Let us read it. Let us see the image on the page and be like, oh shit, I can't believe that just happened. Um, and these movies, especially the MCU movies, they're mainstream movies. Like, if you're looking for Hamlet or Macbeth, you're not going to get in any of the Marvel movies. Therefore, a general audience yeah. completely. So, when I was sitting in the theater and they introduced Andrew Garfield, I probably was the first fool in there because I saw the costume and I recognized the costume. So, you geeked when out? I geeked out and I yelled out, Oh shit, that's Andrew Garfield! The, the only fool. <laughs> The first, the first fool. So I, I, I'm talking shit about every all this mainstream blah blah blah. I'm the first motherfucker in there. Every it's quiet. It's quiet. But I'm just and saying go, you got caught. You got yeah. caught. See I that was caught. see that was my thing. Like I didn't want to get caught out there. I said, Nah, man. I said there's gonna be some things happening in this, and I don't want to get caught out there. I I don't know. I just I was I just saw, I saw the mask, and I saw the body structure, and I go, Oh shit, that's Andrew Garfield because I went to see. After okay, every Spider-Man movie except for the first, the first one out of the the Tom Holland ones and the second one, I saw a first run in the movie theater, like opening weekend. So I saw the original Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Three, Amazing Spider-Man One, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah. So calling me a Spider-Man fan, absolutely. So I saw the suit and I recognized, like, oh shit! And I actually, personally, I actually like Andrew Garfield. I don't think he's perfect, but I like him. I don't um, have a, I don't have a problem with any of those characters. No. I think, I, I think they're all good. 
and I was the first fool in there to be like, "Oh shit, that's Andrew Garfield." Listen, you did. Listen, you did what was expected of you as a geek. Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly. what Marvel. And that, listen, that's what Marvel wanted, and they succeeded. And and you came out of the theater happy. Yeah, because I I got to see, I got to see Andrew Garfield, which I think is a, a, a national treasure at the moment, even though he's he's British. And I got to see my boy Toby, who's probably the best Spider-Man we've will probably ever see, um, walk out like a youth pastor. So <laughs> let me ask you a question: Was it me? But Toby looks beat, man. He looks old. He looks he old. Looks I'm telling myself, if MCU's gonna do anything with Toby, they better do it quick. Apparently, he's supposed to show up in the in the Doctor Strange movie. Cause he looks honestly. At first, when I first looked at him, mm -hmm. I said, "Okay, Toby." But I didn't get that excitement because I said this guy looks like a hobo, bro. He looks he didn't look like a hobo, but he looked beat. He looked like he looked like this is my con this is my contractual thing that I'm in. <laughs> because I don't know if you've seen him in any other movie recently, but I saw him in Great Gatsby, which might be about like six years now yeah. old. Um I saw him, I forgot what other movie. He looks good, but like this, you could tell that he's like, I'm happy I'm Spider-Man, but I'm kind of over it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's the same way up to recently Michael Keaton was. If you remember, Michael Keaton was over being Batman for a while. Now he's like, put me on that bat suit. Oh, now now he's open. Now he's I, he's he's open. But I like that, him as the vulture. I like him as the vulture. You know what? I like him. I don't I don't like the design of the vulture. I think the design of the vulture is very it's very MCU. That's all I can say. It's very MCU. I mean, it's, um, it's 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 because it's Tom Holland, and they wanna they wanna. I think the problem with that is when they finally introduce the Vulture, like in the multiverse. Yeah. They're gonna have to go with like the Toby, the Toby McGuire version, like Doc Ock, like Doc Ock looked old, but he didn't look beat. No, he looked great. And, he actually and, looked, he actually looked younger than Toby. <laughs> and he's a lot older than Toby too. Yes, he is. And, and William Dafoe looked fantastic. Now, William Dafoe was probably the oldest dude on that set. Absolutely. But he, but he still looked younger than Toby. Like, what the hell's Toby on? And you want to hear something funny? William Dafoe did all his own stunts. Yo, I saw the vi I saw the uh, the after credits. Yeah. Yeah, he did all his own stunts. Good on him. Good on. He looks fantastic. He he and he's doing fantastic work. Yeah. Honestly, I thought he. I think he's pretty much stole it. I think Absolutely. what happened. I think what happened with Doc Ock was. When you look at the trailers, right? They make him seem like he's the main. They make him look like he's the main. But every time I saw the trailer, I gasped. I was like, <gasps> I was like, <gasps> yeah. And every time I saw the trailer, now listen, I've seen the trailer so many times that when I finally saw it incomplete on DVD, you were picking up the trailer. I, I didn't, you know what it was? Because I already saw the scene coming. Like I saw Peter Parker's messing around on the bridge mm -hmm. and he's trying to get that thing signed for the college. And I tell myself, okay, they're on the bridge, which means Doc Ock is coming. I already knew it because I've yeah. already seen it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets phased out when you saw the ball from Green Goblin. I'm like, ah, like there was no surprise. No, there wasn't. That that was my biggest complaint with the movies that there was no, there was no surprise. And um, one of my other biggest complaints, I know I'm jumping around where I'm about to go here. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. You're doing good, man. <laughs> the fact that Aunt May died did not... It didn't matter to me as much. I didn't even care for her, bro. Like... like 
like her death was so meaningless. Yeah, for absolutely for me because you know what? How many times we've been saying with this Spider-Man that he had no real purpose, and where's the Uncle Ben death that hurt him and all the stuff? He just wants to be superhuman. Now they give it to us, and it was a good scene and it was a good death, but for me, it didn't have any lasting effect. Like, I get it. He was upset, but like. Do you hear the way Andrew Garfield in the next... Oh, the next scene when they actually, all three of them are together talking, and Andrew Garfield's talking about how Gwen died? That I felt. That. You're right. Because when they talk about Gwen, even I felt it. Because he... And that could be, A, he's an amazing actor. Yeah. And and B, you know, it, it, it just... The way he spoke about... And even when Toby spoke about Uncle Ben, you felt it. It felt tough because those actors are seasoned and they're like, it hurt you. Because I remember watching, I'm in the theater and I'm going, and that was the only scene in the entire movie for the first time ever. I got choked up. I was like, wow, that's that's pretty powerful, both of them, because you feel the history. And it says something when you're more excited about the extra cast of the movie that we haven't seen in a long time than the actual Spider-Man who's in this movie, <laughs> you know? Um, <coughs> I'll tell you one thing that, I love William Defoe, but I hated that they did. They could have just went this much further making him into the Green Goblin, and they did it. You know, he didn't. They had the chance. They had the chance. Listen, to make him green. Listen, had the chance. You're absolutely right. I don't even understand. Like William Defoe, right? Doesn't even need a metal mask. No. Because all you got to do is put. See, all you got to do is put makeup on him. His. His face looked fantastic. Like his emotions on his face. Okay, personally, I like the Green Goblin costume, like the one that he had in the movie. Yeah, it's just me from the from the like you know I saw it in the movie theater. I loved it. I like the metal mask. I think it looks cool, like the whole design of it. Um, but now that they got rid of the mask within a, a second and they kept him with the hood, like just give him some paint. Make it seem that the formula. Remember, there's a scene with the formula where it didn't work. The the antidote. Remember. And that scene, it could have freaked out and made him green. There's been many times where when I look at him, I don't know why they just never used him as a joker. He's got the face. He's He said that too. I saw him in an interview. He was like, everyone keeps telling me to be the joker. And I think that's not what he wants. But he's got the laugh. Like he, he, he I think he was born to play that role. Like he's naturally, he's got the natural look. Mm-hmm. He's got the natural smile. Like when he smiles, you don't it even need like. Yeah, remember like Heath Ledger? They they had to put makeup on his face. Yeah, you don't have to do that with this guy with uh, William Dafoe. Yeah, um, I, I'm not gonna go into it, but I could say that Barry Keoghan, the guy playing the Joker now, he got it. He got it down pack. That laugh and that smile. What, let's not get into that because we'll we'll get into that eventually. Yeah, yeah, what, that's a, that's a separate segment. That's a separate segment, but we're, we're um, talking we're talking strictly Spidey right now. We're talking strictly Spidey and Peter Parker. The, Peter Parker. Peter Peter Parker. And I think, you know, if he never plays the Joker, I'm fine with that because I think he's he is the Marvel's Joker, which has always been the Green Goblin. Yeah, and he could have. We were so close. I was. That was one thing I got disappointed that I walked out of the theater. I was like, we were so close to getting. A comics accurate Green Goblin. 
The only time I geeked out throughout that whole movie, mm-hmm. two segments I geeked out on. When William Dafoe was on the glider, and he turned around and threw the bomb. Yes. <laughs> and when the three Spider-Mans, Toby, Jumps. yeah, Toby, Andrew, and Holland, yeah, they jump on top on top of the statue of Liberty Head. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> that's a comic panel. I'm that like, that's dope. a that was a comic panel, and I loved I loved the way it looked. Honestly, I'm not a fan of of Tom Holland's Spider-Man outfit. I always thought it looked like shit. Honestly, um, it's you know very Tony doing? Stark. Because it's Tony Stark. Is isn't his outfit made out of nano? Yeah, nan nanotechnology. Yeah, that's what it's made out of. It, it was me, it was funny. Like everybody was comparing their web slingers, and they yeah. were comparing their suits. Uh-huh. And Toby was like, "I got my shit right here." Yeah, that dude. That dude pulled out Clark Kent. I got my shit right here. And I'm like, "That's that's why he's Spider Man. That's why he's Spider Man. That's Spider Man." Spider-Man wouldn't be like, I got some nanotechnology. He was like, I no, he went like this, literally. Look, you see this shit? This is my costume. And then he did the and then he and everyone bugged out. Was like, yo, where does that come from? The only thing weird about the only thing weird about um Toby was the and I have to admit, I never really I never really like liked his web shooters. Like they're natural from his from the from yeah. they come from inside. So he yeah. ma- so he makes he makes his own fluid. Yes. Um so you know that when, that's that's a nineties thing. That's a nineties thing. I don't that, even, like, I don't even that, know because what comic? Because I've read many comics and every he's always he's always had a web shooter. Oh yeah, of course. I think that that's like I said, it's a nineties or early two thousands movie thing where with the X-Men, remember when the X-Men, the first X-Men movie came out, instead of giving them costumes, they gave them matrix looking leather costumes because they were afraid what we were going to think and i guarantee you someone in the writer's room was like well if he was bit by a spider but this guy is always poor how would he have money to make a web shooter and someone was like make it natural and that was it you know that's sony for you yeah that's i mean i mean you got the source material there and anybody that was anybody that watched it probably said the source material is there like we always do yeah. Well, we know that the only company that looks at the source material of any sort has been DC. <laughs> they they actually look at the source material to the point where fans are like, I don't like the source material. Why does Ben Affleck look fat? Why does he have a fat bat on his chest? So I remember seeing Batman vs Superman and someone telling me, why is bat symbol so fat? And I'm pulling out a f- picture on my phone of Frank Miller's Batman. And be like, you see, this is why the Frank Miller, this is why the bat on the chest is huge. And he goes, it's not it's not a symbol, it's a fucking target. Well, the problem with DC's Batmans, right? And I go mm-hmm. and I go through with this at work all the time. Mm-hmm. Like people are always comparing these Batman movies. I'm like, listen, you can't compare like today, somebody specifically today, somebody asked me. Mm-hmm. I know we're gonna I know we're gonna turn away from Spider-Man for just a minute. Just a minute. So, for, for a minute. So somebody today asked me, mm-hmm. Frijoles, did you watch the Batman movie? And I was like, bro, I was in there first day. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy asked me, what'd you think of the Batmobile? Like, what about it? What, what, Batmobile was the was one of the most epic Batmobiles I've ever seen. The guy's yeah. like, there's a the guy's like, there's a flaw in that. And I'm like, what do you mean? What flaw? He's like, remember when you got to the building 
And I was like, yeah, I remember when he got to the building, the mm -hmm. Batmobile was sitting outside. Okay. Right? So yeah. the guy asked me, so how did the Batmobile get there? I said, he probably, like the way he normally does in all the movies, he has a remote. Yeah. No? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, you asked me. Yeah, he has a oh. remote. He has all a right. remote. So like, we saw it in the Dark Knight here that he has a remote. So he, he did it in Michael Keaton's movie, remember? Okay. okay, no, but here's the thing. The guy tells me, how come nobody heard the car? Does the car have two engines or one? The car has two engines. So one was one was silent mode and the other one's just burst out thunder. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Dude, he tricked the shit out of that car. You saw it in some of the early scenes of like he's taking out the engine. And if you look if you look at the toy, I got the toy pretty high up. I can't grab it, but if you look at the toy and look at the back of the engine, the engine's fucking massive. So you know that there's more than one component to that engine. Oh, I remember. I remember the massive engine. Yes, yeah, so like the engine, and you want to hear something funny? I haven't seen it, but uh, I read that what's a uh, Matt Reeves, the director of Matt Reeves, said that if you look at the engine and you look at it straight on, it's shaped as a bat. Is it? That's what he said. I he gotta said take a look at it. I gotta take a look at it too. Um, that means I gotta crack my. That means I gotta. I, I gotta unbox my car. I mean, more content. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, like that's what I mean. Um, <laughs> so listen, so listen, so yeah. be besides the car, right? Yeah. So the guy tells me, which one do you like better, the Nolan or the Matt Reeves? I said, wait, this is the misconception that people get when they go to the theater, and it's and it's and it's not just, you know, it, it's a it's a lot of people, and I think DC should, when these movies start, mm -hmm. there should be like some sort of intro. You know how when Star Wars has that intro with the letters coming up? Yeah. Have an intro that states Ben Affleck is playing a 50-year-old Batman and this mm -hmm. is the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And have a description of where Batman stands in the timeline. Because be nice. yeah, because the Matt Reeves movie is in his 20s. Yeah. Right? So have an intro because people don't understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. Like, why is he so scrawny? Why is he so skinny? You know what? He's not a ninja yet. No, he's not. He is not, he's not the Ben Affleck Batman crawling on the walls upside down. You know, in the time in, in the timeline would be now Matt Reeves. Yes. Right. Then I would tend to think it's the uh, Christopher Nolan. Yes. And then it's the Tim Burton. Yes. And then it's the Zack Snyder. Absolutely. That's thank you. You said it perfectly. Um, Zack <laughs> Snyder. Ben. I've always said that when you look at what's his name, if you look at Ben Affleck's Batman and you look at Robert Pattinson Batman, you could see Robert Pattinson Batman growing up to eventually be that Batman. Yeah. Like, he's had enough. He had his Robin, and that's why in Batman vs. Superman, he was just as angry as he was in this movie. You know? True. And he's not as calm as he was in, I want to say, Michael Keaton's. Michael Keaton's, he's a very calm, subdued Batman. For sure. True. By True. a long shot. Um, You know, I think a lot of people who don't read comics don't realize that, like, Batman is, and it's funny because we spoke about this book, Batman R.I.P., they discuss how Batman's timeline, despite the movie and being different movies, is very universal and very malleable. You're able to take it from any movie and kind of put it together. You can even put in, you can even put in Adam West's Batman. You can stuff him literally right after Christopher Nolan's Batman. And technically, 
would work because he would eventually progress from the guy who has Robin and whatever to the quieter Batman, the guy yeah. who hides in the shadow. Because that's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's Batman is the guy who hides in the shadow. Absolutely. Honestly, the best, the best three Batmans with the threat. With honestly, I want to honestly say the best three suits is Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and Robert Pattinson. I have to agree and, with you. I and agree. we've seen, uh, thank you, and uh, we've seen George Clooney, we've seen Val Kilmer, we've seen Listen, other Val, people. Val Kilmer and George Clooney shouldn't even exist. <laughs> I mean, when you yeah. think about it, right? They gave Batman nipples. But anyway, let, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it at that. He, exactly. Let's go back to Spidey. Let's go, go back I'm to so, Spidey. Let's go back to Spidey because we could stay on Batman for a while, which we're gonna get to. We're gonna talk about this Batman, this Joker scene, but um, um, overall, uh, uh, what would you say? You as if you would give it the rate you said for enjoyment, ten point oh. If you gave it for story a storyline, an eight. Um, I, I I felt I felt like this movie. It's good, but I felt like the movie was rushed. I don't know about being rushed. I just felt that Marvel sat there and be like, how are we going to wow the audience? How are we going to get these people out from the COVID homes? Because I think this is a this is a pre-COVID movie. Yes. They made the, apparently they filmed the I movie. I mean, it's, not pre-COVID, but yeah, kind of like. Uh, right after. Right yeah, after right after COVID. COVID. Post-COVID. 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 There you go. That's what I was looking for. They filmed the movie um, within a year and sent it out in a year. And that's why I said I feel like it's a little rushed. And they threw a bunch of money at it because we were talking Flash multiverse from Zack Snyder way before we were talking about the MCU multiverse. Yeah, listen, listen, they want to, they want to, they want to up the ante all the time. They want to outdo DC all the time. Yeah, and I think this was one way. And you know what? I think it's funny. I don't think they're going to. I think when we finally see this Flash movie, I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised. I think it might. Be, I think they're going to bring something different to the table. Yeah, they're going to show what a multiverse could really be because let's be honest, the real multiverse started in, in these DC comics. You know, in the 90s, they had we had the Amalgam Universe and, and different stuff when it comes to Spider-Man um, and his clones. You know, like if there's anyone I think should deal with multiverse, they picked, they did right. You know, they picked Doctor Strange and Spider-Man because they both dealt with different dimensions. So Now, let me, now let me tell you something. I like, mm -hmm. I like Benedict mm -hmm. Cumberbatch. Yes, but my problem, why my problem with his Doctor Strange is, here's a guy that fought Thanos. No. Yeah. Yes. So did they dumb his powers down? Feels like it. I mean, this guy got swindled by like mm -hmm. a, a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. And for some reason, the sixteen-year-old was able to um, open uh, open, open portal. Wait, he opened portals. Yeah. Without any magic, mm -hmm. you know, understand? Because I'm sure Doctor Strange opens up portals. He's got to say a couple of mystical words. Yeah, absolutely. And what's funny is that you remember the part where he he astral projected Spider Man, and he was like, "How are you doing this?" And he was like, "I don't know." How is this guy able to do it? And this guy is supposed to be a lot older than him, done this for a while enough to be called a Sorcerer Supreme. You know. This guy, right? I love him as an actor, and I love his portrayal as Doctor Strange, even though I wish it could be darker, and that's why when I went to see Doctor Strange and I saw the movie, 
I was like, wow, this could have been a lot. It's good, but it could have been a lot better. So my take on this Spider-Man movie is this was mm-hmm. post-COVID. Yes. Right? They wanted mm-hmm. to get people into the theaters. Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's make it as kid-friendly as possible. Oh, absolutely. Which, which is which was what which was probably my problem because that kid Ned stole the ring, opened portals. Yeah. Doctor Strange is chasing Peter Parker through his own maze. Yeah. And you're gonna tell me Peter Parker? Oh, look, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking mathematician. Look at me, I can divide and do ratios and shit. And Doctor Strange got nabbed. Come on, man. Yeah, no. I know. So I when I saw that, I was like, I just nodded my head and I was like, really? That's I mean, the listen, visually, visually, it was stunning. It looked Absolutely. cool. Mm-hmm. But I sat there and I was like, this wouldn't happen. No it way. Was all, it was all pretty and sparkly, but not very, like I said, not very comics accurate. And that's one thing that these MCU movies have never really necessarily been. They've never been comic accurate. Now, and, what, I'm, what I'm looking forward to is, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I've, been, I've, been, I've been dying to scream out Sam Raimi. Yes. So I think this next Doctor Strange will be great. The Multiverse of Madness is going to steer away from the post-COVID mm-hmm. and go headstrong with what Doctor Strange should be capable of. I think this so. Is, this is the guy that saw a million possibilities. Yeah. And fought Thanos and and held him down. To be exactly. to, 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 to be to be to yeah, be smarted Thanos. He to be out, them. listen. To be outsmarted by Peter Parker and to be and to be swindled by Ned, like yeah. no. <laughs> what what crosses my mind is Ned has no besides just being Spider Man's friend, and probably because we got to be honest, we're gonna get another three Spider Man movies after this, especially with that ending where he finally has his own real suit. Which thank God that was at least I smiled at least when I saw the suit. Very like. Um, John Romita, that suit. What'd you think? The, you mean the, the end when it when it end, when it ended? When it ended and you saw him sew the suit and he went on the. You that was like classic. It? That was classic Stan Lee. You know, yeah, it should have been classic Stan Lee. I liked it. I think mm-hmm. they should have went with that from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. For Tom, but for Tom Holland to wear that suit, it ain't. Not that it ain't he belongs in it. And he be he be. Honestly, I think that suit should have been earned. Yeah. And apparently, if you ask anybody else, it was earned this way. This was the best way he would earn it. Whatever. I don't think so, but um, we're going to get another three movies for sure. I think Ned will be the villain for the next three movies, one way or another, because Ned Ned? Needs... Well, yeah, because do you know who he is, his character in the comics? He's the Hobgoblin. Yo, you know what? I didn't think about that. He's the Hobgoblin, and when they introduced him in the first movie, I was like, so are we going to get a Hobgoblin in high school? But clearly, now that no one knows him, like, which I think is kind of stupid, but whatever. Is he going to be a hater? I think he'll be a hater, and um, he'll, you know, maybe he'll find the Green Goblin formula that's in this world or something that has to do with it, you know? Hmm. And, and there you go. There's There's our Hobgoblin, and Will they make him scary? Probably not. Yeah. You know? Will they give him maybe a a William Defoe type outfit? Probably to just to pin to pull on everyone's nostalgia. You know. How did you feel? How did you feel about Electro? I like the redesign. 
But I think, again, just like William Defoe, they could have went further. I mean, like, I'm going to go with cock tease. They cock tease the shit out of the fans. Yeah. Because all I ever wanted out of Electro mm-hmm. was the mask. Yeah. You know? They gave, they gave us an outline of the mask. Why? I'll give you another one better. I know that they they sh- they wanted to stick to the regular redesign, the regular redesign from um, the old ultimate line. Yeah, and they wanted to they give us the lizard from that, you know. But man, why didn't they just give him a lab coat, man? That's all they need to do, you know, and make him look more lizard like. Like they redesigned Electro, they redesigned freaking Green Goblin. Give us a redesign. Couple of things, man. Couple of things. I felt like I sat there and I watched. Yeah. I, I sat there and I watched this with wifey, and I said, I kind of feel like they they cheated us. They even Doc Ock, like Doc Ock's dopest entrance, was in the trailer. Yeah, at least that was it. After that, they punked him out because uh, uh, apparently Spidey's nano suit took control of Doc Ock's tentacles, yeah. which I sat there and I was like, what? Yeah. I, when that part happened, I was like, well, that's way that's one way to continue the movie, I guess. But, like, I know, ladies and gentlemen, they you feel like we're shitting on the movie, but we're nerds. We overanalyze and criticize the shit out of these things because we dedicate our hard-earned cash to this, 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 this world. And this is why, listen, this, this is why I wanted to watch it at home because I, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to be, I'm going to go with flabbergasted. Yeah. I didn't want to be flabbergasted in a theater by little kids going, oh, my God. Yeah, and you would be like, oh, my God, you're right. And then you don't have real feelings to what the movie actually it actually is. You know? um, it's funny. When I saw this movie at first, I was like, I think I want to buy it. But as time went on, I was like, maybe I won't buy it. And then I was like, should I get it in 4K? Maybe I'll get it on Blu-ray. At this point, I'm like, I don't think I'll buy it. I'll definitely watch it again. Um, And it's funny because I probably won't even watch the first half of the movie. I'll just watch the second half of the movie. The beginning was very slow. Yeah. Um, But I'll see the movie. You know, I'll see the movie again. The only movie I'm looking forward to having in 4K on my 4K shelf is The Batman. At the moment. Listen, I, I... Well, we're touching Batman again. Yes, it's 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 always happened. I, I, I have I have been searching for it. It's in the UK in Germany. You can pre order it for sixty bucks. Interesting. Steel case, but I'm I'm waiting for the US version. I, I I'm not trying to pay sixty bucks for a steel case when 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 it's half price here in the US, hopefully when it comes out. Because yeah. I pre ordered this. So anyway, going back to Spider Man. Yeah. I, I, I pre ordered the Spider Man one back mm-hmm. in December. It was off release. I think I think December twenty third was the pre order. Yes, and I did it for the steel case because it's got Doc Ock, it's got Vulture, you know. Yeah, it looks good. It, lo- it looks like a really cool, you know, steel case to have. I mean, my friend lent lent me the DVD that he got overseas. That's why he's got it early. I mean, it's out on digital now, but DVD won't be out here until like the twelfth. So I watched. All Are the you still gonna get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna keep. Yeah, I'm still gonna keep it. 
That's not a bad. Okay. Hey, let me know if you think it's so. After um, purchasing it, is it a is it a um, worthy buy for 4K? Because 4K, oh, you know, right. you're looking at 30 bucks. Um, I, I mean, might, I might just, you know, it might want to see it because I would like to see what a 4K disc would look like. I know a lot of people are like, what's the difference between a 4K digital and the 4K disc? Well, there's a big difference because I saw Justice League three times on HBO Max and then I saw it on um, on the blue on the, the 4K that I got and it is night and day. Because, Did you see? Yeah. No, I was gonna say, um, is there a three D version to that Spider Man? I don't think so. Right? There will be. I guarantee it. Uh, I don't think that there is, but there will be. I don't. Um, I mean, even if there's there's a couple of three Ds, um, I mean, one of the what I like to see in three D is when the three Spider Mans are in the air, yeah. swinging back and forth, which I thought was cool. I would like to have seen more of that, if I want to be honest. They I think they could have a done, little bit. They could have done more with that. I mean, they. I, I, I still feel like the the characters were being cheated. Like, now you got three Spy... Listen, Spider-Man alone can fight the Sinister Six. Yeah, and they gave a Sinister Five. They gave a Sinister Five, and then they cheated us. And so you got three Spider-Mans trying to take down who? Doc Ock? Trying to take down who? Uh, Electro? Yeah. Come on, man. Electro's a Electro's a second-rate villain, man. He's always been, they, but it's Jamie Fox. That's why. Ah, I like Jamie, Jamie Fox. Listen, I don't know Jamie. I don't think Jamie Fox bring anything to the table that could have been worthy. Like the only one time where I gasped was when mm. you saw the mask. Yeah. Other than that, he was Jamie Fox. True, he was. No, no. Um, in general, um, I think this movie is literally greatest hits. They gave us the greatest hits. They gave us what everybody wanted, and it probably was a very easy write as a script, probably very easy to direct, and that's what they wanted to make a shit ton of money. And, I have, yeah. And for like all the geeks who aren't real geeks, who just Marvel movie fans, general audience, go, oh my god, oh my god, because that's that was the. That was the movie. The movie was, oh my God, oh my God, not like, and I know we did this like five times, us still talking about the Batman and being like, you know what? It's very interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. We're analyzing the Batman. We're not analyzing No Way Home. We're saying, we like this, we like this, we like this, we like this. It was good. Yeah, it was just like, you know, a lot of the wow moments is what that movie, that movie had. You know, as, as, far, as far as I wasn't disappointed with it. I was disappointed. No, in, it's a good I, movie. Point, I, I pointed out what I was disappointed in. Yeah. Um, it ain't a perfect movie, but neither is the Batman. But still, it's it's very close to it. Um, any final thoughts on this before we move on? Well, we didn't cover the end credits. Let's cover the ah, end credits. Tom Hardy. Uh, what do you think about Tom Hardy? Well, so. I saw um, Venom Let There Be Carnage. And so because of that, I saw the after credit scene. So I was very curious the way they were going to fit him into this movie. And when I went to the movie theater and we head to the end credit scene and I saw Tom Hardy, I personally, I was kind of disappointed. 
because I thought he was number six in the Sinister Six. Because that's how they set him up in Let There Be Carnage in the After Credits scene where he's talking Donny Cates, uh, freaking Venom Universe, Null, the sword. He's talking the shit out of it. And we wait, just wait, wait, get... slow down, back up. You went too fast, man. You were talking about the Donny Cates storyline? Yeah, in the end credit scene of Let There Be Carnage, where we see where we see Venom see Tom, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, he mentions that there was a whole world of symbiotes, and there's a god he mentions vaguely. And so you're kind of led to believe that in No Way Home, the sixth out of the Sinister Six that we thought we were going to get was going to be Venom. And if they would have done that, I would have been impressed. No, you're right. I, I I think Marvel is they I don't know, man. I they put out two Venom movies, right? So these two Venom movies, their origins are pretty screwed up. Yeah. And it's whatever, because I, I enjoyed both movies. Were they yeah, epic? Sure. Were they epic? No. Did Tom did did uh did uh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy look like Venom? He looked like Eddie Brock, he's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I just, and I would have loved to see him in, in No Way Home. Is did is Venom is is Venom Venom, Venom is awesome. Yeah, I just think that they're they're rushing the Venom storyline just to just to monopolize and make the money on it because the kids all recognize. Listen, at work, uh -huh. I got a little figure of Venom. I got a little figure of Carnage. I, you wouldn't expect little kids to know these characters, but they're like, "Oh my god, look, it's Venom! Oh look, it's Carnage!" I'm like, "How old are you? Yeah. You're six, and you know who Carnage is? What?" Yeah, like, listen, that movie you should have. That movie wasn't that movie rated R. It was very close to it. It was PG thirteen, but like, it, it could have been rated R. Honestly, it was a very hard PG thirteen. You know, have they introduced Carnage in the cartoons? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not aware of it. The only time I know they introduced Carnage in the cartoon was in the '90s cartoon in the '90s Spider Man cartoon. Okay, which is, and, which would be our era. All right. Yes, and I don't think they introduced him six uh, since. But when we had a Disney store in Roosevelt Field. They straight up had a Carnage, kid's version of a Carnage figure. And I looked at my wife. I picked it up. I showed my wife. She didn't know who Carnage was yet. I showed her this figure. And I said, you know who this is? She goes, is that like Venom's brother? And I'm like, no, this is Venom's son. This is Carnage. And I was like, do you know who Carnage is? Carnage is a serial killer. They made a kid's <laughs> toy out of a serial killer. And Disney is afraid to do other stuff. They're afraid to make rated R, a rated R Blade movie. But they they are willing to sell me a serial killer. <laughs> and that's that's what I said in the Disney store, showing her. I'm like, this is a kid's toy. It says literally six and up. This is not something I would buy. This is something I would give to a young cousin and be like, here. Well, that's that's why I had to. That, that's why I had to comment when the six-year-old at work tells me, "Oh, that's Carnage." I looked at him and I'm like, "What? You know, who you know Carnage they're, is? They're, they're parents a, let them see him." Yeah, this is a rated R character, man. I said some of these parents are letting these kids, yo, know, they they want to yell and scream and cry PC PC, but come on, man. The man's a serial killer. There is no if and buts about it. He wasn't very. PC in that movie either. The man took a bite out of Eddie Brock, used his blood mixed with the symbiote, and created an even more deadlier 
which I hope, which I hope that when I saw that origin of Carnage, I do hope that that's considered some sort of a different multiverse on Earth or whatever, because we all know that's not Carnage's origin. No, of course not. But um, I think that's the best that they could do with probably whatever guideline they want to give, you know, um, especially the, PG-13. The people that go to the theaters to go see these things, they don't read the comics. No, if you're honestly, I'm sorry to say that, ladies and gentlemen, but if you're a Marvel fan, very few of you guys are actually comic fans. Even the flippers, people that buy comics to flip them and throw them on eBay or Macari, they don't read the comics, man. It's like, yo, look yeah. at this cover, it looks dope. I'm gonna bang this shit. Yeah, now it is. Uh, speculators, speculators yeah. don't even read. So, I've always, I've always had a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to that. So far. Honestly, I enjoy both Venom movies. I don't have the second movie, but I can show you. I have the first movie in 4K. Because you just... That's my boy, Tom Hardy. He's fantastic. Um, just so you the, know, just so you know, if you got an mm -hmm. extra $400, you can get that cover signed on CGC. <laughs> By Tom? Tom Hardy is... is, is he's going to be in CGC signing memorabilia. But for four hundred dollars, four hundred pesos, my friend, American singles. <laughs> I hope I run him in, run into him in the street, and that's the way I'll get a sign. Straight you know, up. I tell myself, um, why abuse? Why abuse the comic community like this? Like they, they know four hundred dollars for for the man's Hancock. Like he's not I even mean, a comics creator; he's an actor. He's an actor. I mean, listen, the Venom is nice. The cover is nice to get signed, a poster or something. But come on, man. The creator of Venom was cheaper. Todd McFarlane was 75 bucks. That you listen, that's a good thing to cover. What? Let's talk about that for a second. So remember at the end of the trailer, you yeah. see that Venom gets teleported in the multiverse, right? Yeah, at the end of the oh, the end of the movie. Yes. What, what did you oh, oh. what did he okay. leave behind? What did he leave behind? Okay, I wanna I wanna I wanna Make, uh, let me go back to my original thought. We get to the part where I think that he's going to be in this movie as the sixth of the Sinister Six, and he's not. And then we get to the end credit scene, and he's getting drunk, doing something very, very, you know, Venom movie-like. It's funny, but it's not, it's very disappointing because you're hoping, you're hoping that these two would meet, and he leaves a drop. I thought that he, was fine. He left, some venom, he left some venom jizz. Yeah, just a, just a drop of his his venom jizz, <laughs> and I'm like, of course. And you know what? What's funny? We're not even gonna get an Eddie Brock. I guarantee you. I bet you we're gonna get a Flash Thompson. That puny kid is going to be Agent Venom. I guarantee it. I guarantee but, it. But, let me, but listen, let me ask you a question. So he leaves. So he leaves that venom jizz there, right? He leaves the venom jizz. Yes. Yeah, he leaves. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I had to, man. I had to. So listen, okay. so he leaves that Venom jizz there, right? Uh -huh. Now, in the comics, right, mm -hmm. when you mm -hmm. first reveal, you know, he's not even Venom yet. Let's go back to the origin of Venom, right? Okay, the, the symbiote that attached to Spider-Man's costume. In the cover, that's right behind you, actually. Yes. This cover right here. Yes. So this is the first appearance of the symbiote. Yeah. Not not Venom yet. No. But but you see one thing that the MCU hasn't done yet. There's the spider in the chest. Yeah. So 
this Secret Wars mm-hmm. was done none other than by Mike Zek. <laughs> yes, the man. To me, to me, he was 80s, 80s goodness all the yes. way. Mm-hmm. He created fantastic covers for Captain America, for Batman, for Punisher, yes. Yes. for uh, Spidey, mm-hmm. um, you name it. You know, mm-hmm. I have a couple of Mike Zex up here, like the Captain America. I don't know if you can zoom in. Got this one here. No, I, I can't, but they, they're amazing covers. Above you, the one that's Colonel Frijoles Punisher. Oh, yeah, this one. I had that personalized. Drawn. Yeah, I had that personalized to me from Mike Zek. Amazing. So that's one of his prints. If you get, if you see him in a convention or something, he's definitely worth the visit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was some of the he was some of the first stuff that uh, I, I bought, you know, when I was like extremely young. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, going back to Venom, so Mike Zek creates this symbiote. You know, he's yeah. at, he's at, he's asked to introduce a new character into the Marvel universe, and they they create this. There is no origin yet. There is no no. There's no planet of symbiotes. There's no, no venom. There's no venom. There's nothing. There's just Peter Parker's on an alien planet. And this little gook, the gook, the little jizz that they left at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Now is that is that is that is that gonna bond with Peter Parker? Is, is that what they try to say? I think so. Because the MCU has yet to give him um the spider on the chest. You know? So I'm guessing. We'll get the spider on the chest. Because the spider, the spider on the chest comes from him bonding with Peter. Yes. And then when it goes to Eddie Brock, it will become that. Now, I have a problem with what they're doing with the uh with, with the Eddie Brock movement because Eddie Brock's already Venom. So you're gonna tell me that you're gonna tell me that Venom, who they keep and that was another thing I didn't like. They kept pushing I am the lethal protector. I am the lethal protector. Lethal protector. Venom doesn't become a fucking lethal protector until until, decade, after. until decades later. De- yeah. Decades later. Later. Can't even fucking pronounce that shit. Hold on. See, Let's I got a little bit more, little bit more cafe here, man. A little more cafe. Lethal protector. Oh, lethal protector. That cover's awesome, bro. Yeah, Bill Sankovich has a Venom lethal. He doesn't become lethal protector until then. I'm and glad honestly, I I'm glad I've sold you on um Bill Senkovich art. Oh oh hell yeah. I'm a believer. I'm glad um, I'm, gl- I'm glad that that uh you're uh <laughs> <laughs> the call to frijoles, the call yes. to frijoles. <laughs> oh man. But I'm I'm so, a bean I'm a bean counter. Hey, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, give me another one. Give me another one. Ah. Yo, so 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 going back to this jizz. So so yeah. listen, so so is it gonna be? I feel like they're gonna screw it up and do two separate entities. So is that little is that little you know glop gonna bond with Peter and then have a separate Venom? I guarantee you, we'll have two separate Peter Parkers. Okay. And then we will get our MCU Venom. Okay. Which I think will be Agent Venom. I really do think that it's gonna bond with Peter. And then we're not going to have an Eddie Brock. They're going to use Flash Thompson. Okay. Because he's been in the series from the beginning. I don't know why they... In my opinion, there's only one real Flash Thompson, and now he plays Deathstroke. Just saying. That's my Flash Thompson. 
I don't even uh, know how they make. I don't even know like how they so, pick them. God so, knows why. I don't know. Like I, I'm still kind of confused because okay, so going back to the Secret Wars, right? According yeah. to the, according to the comics, mm-hmm. Peter bonds with that symbiote, mm-hmm. right? He comes mm-hmm. back from that planet. He comes back to Earth mm-hmm. with the symbiote. Now he's mm-hmm. chilling. He's like, oh my god, this, that, and the other. But he mm-hmm. notices that his emotions are changing. Yeah, you know, it's it, they try to give you what Toby McGuire, Toby McGuire's exaggerated, yes, ex- exaggerated, um, emo. Yeah, because let me tell you something: Venom is not emo. That that whole thing it should have changed his personality, but not give him that emo look, bro. That it's PG thirteen again, PG thirteen. But like, that whole listen, that whole emo thing. Uh-huh. Disres- I felt it was so disres- is- it was disrespectful, bro. I'm gonna even I'm even gonna go as far as it was blasphemous. It's blasphemous. Okay, I'll give blasphemous. You I can't even express to you how disgusting, bro. They I'm would so- have to have made him a murderer like that. And and honestly, that Toby from that kind of time period from those kind of movies, it wasn't ready for. Like this venom is a murderer. Yes, and he's okay, he's okay being a murderer. Yes, but there was no way this kind of venom would be in that movie back then. Yeah, like his transition from venom to let there be carnage was okay mm-hmm. at best. Yeah, but going back to Peter landing on planet Earth with a symbiote, mm-hmm. eventually, you know, starts to take control of Peter, and Peter's like, "I can't do this anymore." With he wasn't venom yet. Yeah. He wasn't Venom. He was just a black symbiote. Yeah. He doesn't become Venom until later, later, later on. And we're going to... Almost 20 years <clears throat> later. I'm going to I'm gonna touch with... 20? Mike Zek created the symbiote, right? Yes. It wasn't de- It wasn't a decade decade later until mm-hmm. Todd McFallen took over the artwork and gave life to the symbiote. It made and, mo- Venom. and most people don't understand this. Mm-hmm. There was always the black symbiote where... See, this is why the Fantastic Four doesn't exist yet in the MCU. Like, if the exa- if the, if it made sense in the movies, right? If the yeah. Fantastic Four exists, Reed Richards is the one that helped separate. You know that whole thing where Venom, oh my God, the the, the bell, and he's like, oh my God, I, I, you know, a bullhorn or whatever the case is that mm-hmm. that shakes. All that came from Reed Richards. Yeah, and if, if you sat down and read the books, you'd understand. Reed Richards, he, like Peter went. And mm-hmm. rediscovered that okay, we're gonna use this this sonic beam, the sonic gun, to yeah. disrupt disrupt Venom and peel him off. Yeah, to disrupt the symbiote, which is funny because what they did in the movie with the bell and with the what's it called it, that is straight up taken from the animated series. When Spider-Man the animated series was the bell rung and he realized that the symbiote was going crazy from the vibrations. Yeah. Um Fantastic. Anyways, um, it would be nice if we had the Fantastic Four already. You know, it'd be exactly. It'd be nice. It would be fantastic. My favorite Marvel property. Period. Um, <laughs> it, it's just it's crazy that we don't have them. And honestly, it's very easy to drop a team like that. They're Marvel's first fucking family. Why aren't they in this in this multiverse already? Well, because Fo- Fox owned it. Right, yeah. and Fox screwed made two, it, screwed it up. Fox made Fox made two awful movies. Right, yeah. the second movie wasn't that bad. It, it just 
it felt like a it should have been a multiverse Fantastic Four. Probably. Because I think not for nothing, I because I watched it like I watched it years later. I did not go to the theater. I didn't watch it on yeah, DVD. I think I watched it on some sort of free app that had it, and I was like, oh, man, let me check this out. Now that it's free, because I'm not, I refuse to pay for the movie. I, I want to tell you something. I saw it on YouTube. Did you really? I saw it on YouTube. All the right. Week it came, because it bombed so hard, um, I, it, it was put on YouTube on that weekend, and I saw it on that weekend. I actually liked it better than the first two movies they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, the second movie had Surfer in it. Yeah, which was the, probably the only good part of that movie. It was interesting, but it wasn't great. And they weren't, they didn't belong to the MCU, but now that, you know, MCU owns Fox because they bought all the movies from Fox. Yeah. So ho hopefully we'll get a better interpretation of the Fantastic Four. Now it's too late to see Reed Richards help Peter Parker because all that stuff would have made sense. Yeah. You know? Un unless they're setting it up for that. I don't know. I mean, if they alter, if they alternate the Parkers, because Andrew Garfield hasn't met Venom yet. No. The only one that met Venom now, well, to Tommy hasn't met Venom either. Toby, Toby met Venom. No, Toby. I mean, Tom. No, he Holland. hasn't. He hasn't. Um, so they still honestly, got time. They still got time to fix this. The truth of the matter is, so this is the rumor. This is the the literal rumor of multiverse of madness which we're it we're about a month away maybe less than a month away from this movie and unless they change the date i, I don't remember i should look that up or if you can look that up whatever it doesn't matter um the rumor of this is that if you saw the the trailer for multiverse of madness you clearly hear the voice of charles xavier well and, my, and it was confirmed that it's well, charles xavier my prediction is that they want to mm -hmm. introduce the Illuminati. Yes. But going... Okay, so here's the thing. MCU's given us a lot. Okay, because most conversations I get into, mm -hmm. if you're going to introduce Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, right? People are like, oh, yeah. what's going to happen with, with Doctor Strange? Mm -hmm. they, they, I, I feel like they're going to give us the X-Men. I feel like they're going to give us the Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. I feel like they could give us the Inhumans. Yeah. I feel like they could give us uh, Deadpool. De Deadpool. I feel mm -hmm. like they could give us. They already introduced Blade in the Eternals. Yeah. But my understanding is, I feel like they're going to introduce also big things. Like I heard that they're doing pre-screening tests. Yeah. So let's let's just say, for example, they give us a Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. That would be amazing. Iron Iron Man as Tom uh, Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Yeah. I don't think that's true, but yeah, I know what you mean. This only because there's test footage. Yeah. Oh, that uh, they they um they just proved that. They said it was fake. Okay. So, but yeah, I know what you mean. It could, okay, no, but listen, no, no, but listen to me. Uh -huh. If Doctor Strange is popping out of different multiverses, right, mm -hmm. and he's able to just all you need is a glimpse of Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. Yeah. You don't need him in the movie. Mm -mm. You just got to have him turn around and be like, yo. And then Doctor Strange is like, oh, I'm in the wrong universe. And just yeah. warp out. I mean, listen, they could dis they could say they're disproving to turn mm -hmm. away the naysayers from spoiling the movie. True. You True. know? But I still got my high hopes that I'm going to see Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage. I, I feel like I'm going to see, see I feel like I'm going to see Tom Cruise. I feel mm -hmm. like we're going to see the X-Men. I feel like we're going to see... Um, 
it, this is a perfect way to the in, Inhumans failed, but I feel this is a great way to introduce X Men, Inhumans, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um. Even even Nova. Like I heard these rumors of Nova. Yes, actually, they they greenlit Nova, like the movie or the idea yeah. of, for maybe Disney Plus or whatever. They did. They greenlit Nova. Um, no, no, Nova's a little late to the game, but whatever, man. Nova could have been introduced back in the Guardians of the Galaxy where they introduced the Nova Corp. When they introduced the Nova Corps, I I, gap, I, sat, I sat there and I was like, <gasps> "Are they gonna give us Nova?" And then I was just, then I was like, "What? That's it? No Nova? Nobody came to help? They executed all those people? All those Guardians are dead and no Nova? No Nova? Get out of here, man! A lot of it didn't make any sense, man." Um. Okay, so the big rumor, the big big rumor of the Doctor Strange movie is that you're a hundred and ten, um, hundred and ten percent correct. The big rumor is. Let me actually let me put this on the screen. I'll put, I might as well because this is this is a, a Doctor Strange conversation. There you go. There's the main poster. This is the poster for the movie. That looks fantastic, bro. It does. Now look at and the evil. You see the evil Doctor Strange? Yes, Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, whatever. Well, this is Defenders right here. This is the Defenders Doctor Strange. Okay. They they ready. The, but, but listen to me. You see this Doctor Strange right here? Let me see. If I, this the evil one. Listen, this right here is the Doctor Strange we needed in No Way Home. Yes. Like this Doctor Strange. Look at look at this, him. This is what I see him as. This is him. Look this at him. him. This is what I wanted a long time ago. That I thought we were gonna get, but we didn't. Um, we did. Now wait a minute, wait a minute. Scroll up. Who's that dude in the middle? Him? Yeah. That's Baron Mordo. I was gonna say because he looks like Wesley Snipes. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's Baron Mordo. Listen, right here, this, that's this listen. That's another thing we might see. We might see Wesley Snipes' blade. Yes. Hold that think... thought. Yeah, listen. Hold that thought. I'll be back in a second. Okay. I'm going to talk about this poster then. Um, there is a couple things in this poster that people already spoke about. Right here specifically, Captain Carter's shield. Um, regular Doctor Strange. I'm trying to go through this as nicely as possible. There's Wong. There's Defender Strange. If you look here, there's Captain Marvel's emblem. This looks like a gargoyle. This looks like that evil Doctor Strange. This looks like Zombie Strange, or even it looked like me, like a little bit like Null, but it was disproven that it wasn't Null. Um, right here we have that bull character. I forget his name from the comics. Like you need a magnifying glass to kind of look into this poster. I know those who are listening audio are like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, just look up the main Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Um, of the poster, the, their main poster, and you should see. And apparently, I don't know, there's somewhere here, but they apparently say Deadpool's in here too. I don't believe it because it sounds like a whole bunch of hoopla. Um, this is clearly right here. What's her name? Captain Marvel. Um, or um, Chavez, whatever her name is. Defender Doctor Strange is this guy here. Very mortal, very mortal. Dead one. Freaking Scarlet Witch. 
Oh, shoot. Okay, let me give this guy the one. Hey, when'd you get this? Look at this, man. I know. It's awesome. When'd you get listen, this? Listen, I had to step out for a second just to grab this. I had to show it, man. I mean, listen, Doctor Strange deserves plenty of love. He deserves a lot better than what he's he's gotten, I have to be honest. You know, I didn't like him in Home Wait No Way Home. I gotta admit. Mm -hmm. I didn't like I didn't like I'm just gonna put him over here. This is I, I just wanna I just wanna, you know what I'm gonna put him in front of me so I can stare at him. Perfect. He need he 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 needs he needs that frijoles love right now. Yeah, dude, this is the Doctor Strange we have we needed. But I was yeah. I point I pointed this out when you were you stepped away, but there's a little bit of right here. You see, there's Captain Carter's shield right here. Can you zoom that in? That's as far as it goes. I went oh, oh I see it. No, no, I see. I, I see the British. No, but that's from the alternate universe, no? Yes. Rumor is that we're gonna a live action version of her. Okay, so we're gonna see. So we're gonna see the what if cartoon come to life. Probably, you know, there's there's a couple of characters here. Like, there's that bull character from Marvel Comics. I forget his name. Okay. Um, there's that that character from Marvel vs. Capcom. I forget the name too. There's Gray Gargoyle, clearly right here. That's Gray Gargoyle. I don't know why, but I feel like I need this poster. I do too, uh, but I'll wait till the movie comes out because if it's trash, I'll be pretty pissed off. Um, yeah, that's listen. That's how I felt with. Um... The one poster that I have that looks very similar to that, mm -hmm. it's um, oh man, I'm thinking of the Bruce, I'm thinking of the Bruce Willis movie that came out with Samuel Jackson. Oh, you didn't like that? Um, the uh uh uh, uh glass. Yes, glass. that looks like glass. Yes. No, listen, I didn't hate the movie. I just think that the poster wasn't worthy. Oh, definitely not. And because just, you know what it was? the poster definitely wasn't. No, you know what it was? The movie was great up until the end. Yeah. When they and kill off when they kill off all the characters. Yeah. Like like why? You could have made a universe around it. Yeah, could have. Like, that guy did the worst thing possible. Kill off characters. And you know what? When this movie comes out, and if it's awesome, I'll definitely buy a poster to put put in my own my office, which I actually call the Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> I call my office that, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Um, so anyways, the rumor that I've been trying to say is that when Doctor Strange is pushed in the trailer, <coughs> it's exactly right what you said. Apparently that's supposed to be Illuminati. And sitting there, rumor is Charles Xavier, which is confirmed. Reed Richards... John, Krasin John Krasinski, Reed Richards. So the new one for the new movie. He will be sitting there. No. Blade. Blade. Um, uh, yeah, but Blade isn't part of the Black Illuminati. Bolt. Black Bolt. It's more. It's MCU, man. They'll they'll stretch it out. I guarantee it. Oh, all right. You know that. Um, and I heard that. Um, what did I say? Oh man, what's oh, excuse going on me. here? Excuse me, I had a moment. I, you know what it is? I was, I was saying at the top of the show, I pulled the frijoles. I had a half a bottle of wine before I got on. This guy, that's all right. Listen, that's why I made a pot of coffee, man. Yeah, and I had coffee before that, but then like my sister in law came over and she was like, "You guys want a drink?" And I was like, "Yeah." Listen, uh, I, I, I agree. You gotta have that drink, man. So, anyways, like, um, like we were saying, like we were saying before. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for Multiverse of Madness. Overall, I'll give No Way Home 
high praise. I will say like an eight, eight point five. You gave it an eight. Multiverse of Madness, fingers crossed, comes out in May sixth. You know, we got two months basically. I'm hoping for them to not. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for a better Doctor Strange because you know what it is. I feel like mm -hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch. Great is actor. It's an. It's a great and awesome character. You know, actor. Yeah. And I think he deserves this right here. Should be him. This is him. This right here reminds me of when he first came out on Star Trek. Yes, when he was Khan. Yes. All his characters, everything he's ever played, even when he played Sherlock Holmes, he was just the man. Yeah, he's he's awesome. My wife loves him. Thinks he's one of the greatest actors. I just um, I just felt like he, I don't know, man, but he deserves better. I, I, I don't, don't want to go. Listen, I don't want to go back and shit on No Way Home. I just think that they could have done better. You know, it was just supposed to be the opening of quote unquote whatever, and um, honestly. We'll see what happens. Like, No Way Home was supposed to be the beginning. If this is supposed to be the middle and we're supposed to see how bananas it gets, it really does go bananas, I hope, if it's if it's the case. But I have faith in I have faith in this movie for one reason and one reason only. His name is not here. But it's two words. Sam Raimi. And I think Sam Raimi alone, because Sam Raimi did the first two Spider-Man movies with Tom McGuire. He did all three. Did he do the third one? Yeah. Thought, no, no. He didn't do the third one. Didn't he leave to go do um, Escape from Hell or some movie like that? Some 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 Hell movie? He did it in the middle of it. And because... See, the third movie is very interesting. The third movie, he didn't want Venom to be... He wanted Venom to be the movie, but he didn't want it to end all at Venom. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Odin. Uh, and... Stop got, it. Stop he it. Got, <laughs> he got studio interference with that third movie. Hence why that movie doesn't feel like him. You know? The movie definitely doesn't feel like a Sam Raimi movie. It didn't feel like one and two. No. And one, he, well, that's why I thought he didn't do the third one. Yeah, that third yeah. one, listen, that third one is doo-doo. Oh, complete doo-doo. That, that's you, that's coquette, as I've Listen, listen. Called. Let me talk. Let, let's talk some. Let, let's talk some knowledge. Yeah. Let's talk some. Remember when we were talking about Mike Zegg designing the symbiote? Yes. Venom, created by who? Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane gave life mm -hmm. to Venom. Yes. That little timeline. Mike Zegg in the 80s, mm -hmm. McFarlane in the 90s. Another 10 years became Donny Cates. Ten years after that, it's Donny Cates. Actually, no, because he just no. from It'll Venom. Be, we get we get symbiote, we get Venom with Tom McFarlane. Ten years, I think, passes, and we get Lethal Protector. And where then he becomes, we get where he, be, where he becomes a good guy. Mm -hmm. I still think Lethal Protector was nineties. It could it could be We're maybe late, maybe late nineties, like 95, 96. Probably we've got a lot of different like versions of Venom. After Venom came out, there was at least twenty years of like anti-Venom, Carnage, Scream, Riot, you know. And then we get Donny Cates's Null. I guess I, you know what I, you know what I wanted to cover was I guess for the viewers, for people that are watching, like 
people yeah. that don't understand what the hell we're talking about and why sometimes we get pissed. Mm -hmm. Right? Go, go for you it. Had, you had you had Venom, who was created by Mike Zek, uh -huh. and he was just a blob that came yeah. from space, landed mm -hmm. on Earth. Peter mm -hmm. Parker, Peter Parker rejected him because of yeah. because of Mr. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Leading 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 the symbiote to merger Eddie Brock. Mm -hmm. who, who Eddie Brock hated Peter Parker. Yes. Exactly. So that leads to Venom, and that's why he hates Venom. Absolutely. So going from going from there on in, decades later, he decides that he's tired of, you know, chasing Peter, and 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 he he feels like he's done everything he can to chase Peter down and destroy Spider-Man, that he becomes mm -hmm. a lethal protector. Yeah. Now. Couple years later, for fast forwarding, fast forwarding now, mm -hmm. you know, in between that, of course, you got Carnage and you got, you know, Scream and Scream, you know, Anti Venom and Riot, yeah, and all those other Venoms. Mm -hmm. Then comes into the fold Donny Cates storyline, mm -hmm. who's drawn by did Nick did, did was it Stegman or Nick or Nick Klein? Stegman. Right. Oh, okay. Stegman. So, so Stegman, Stegman drew the Venom books. Yes. You know what? You're right, because I, I'm thinking he drew the uh, the Absolute Carnage. Absolute Carnage, yeah, which was Stegman as well. Which he did. So yeah. so now so now we have an origin, right? We have mm -hmm. a blob, then we got mm -hmm. Venom. Mm -hmm. Now we have an origin that Donny Cates has given us. Yes. By the way, if people don't if, if people don't know Mike Zeg, you can Google his name and you can see what comes up. You can Google uh, Tom McFarlane. Tom McFarlane. Tom McFarlane should be a household name. He should back, be. Uh, back in the nineties, he created Spawn, and that was an HBO thing. Yeah. And Spawn is still his baby. And he, yeah. not for nothing, but most people probably won't know, but he's the one that recreated Spidey's web. Yes. That made, made it look controversial into spaghetti. Mm-hmm. He's because the one who gave him. He gave him. Um, Spidey uh, webs on the side too. Yeah, yeah. He gave him the he gave him the sp the spaghetti webbing. Yeah, uh, that people will be reading comics and don't understand, but give you give giving people a little knowledge, you know. Yeah. Then you like I said, you fast forward, and now you have Donny Cates who's writing, and and his boy uh, Stegman who's drawing, mm -hmm. and some of the stuff is just pretty epic. Yeah, really. You know, is. so so not only is uh, you know Donny Cates, you know. Writing some awesome stuff for Venom, but he's also recreated that almost recreating Venom. Like there's not Venom's not alone in the world. No. There's a he's got a, there's a planet of symbiotes that never existed before up until like planet of symbiotes started when like 2000 and 2000 what uh 15 16 yeah about 2015 2016 easily something like that. That's that's his creation for sure. Um, That's great. Exactly, but you notice that they're throwing this in really quick because in the yeah. movie, in the movie, you mentioned that they, they, uh, what was it? Tom Hardy had mentioned. Yeah, uh, Tom Hardy's Venom mentions it at the end of Let There Be Carnage. He mentions he didn't say him by name, but he mentions Null. He mentions Null. So Null is the god of the symbiotes. He's yes. the one that he's the one that's given birth because supposedly, you know how there's evil and good, there's dark mm -hmm. and light. Null yeah. is the darkness that Marvel's never covered because there's always been light. Yes. Right? But they've never Absolutely. covered dark. 
and that was in, it was an interesting storyline. And I mean, if people are if people are if anybody watching this is interested in or doesn't know the like what's going on with Venom, uh, you can always pick up a trade. It's hard to get those single issues now. Oh, completely. Um, I would say pick up a trade, and uh, especially they have, you know, Donny Cates is Marvel's gold golden child at the moment. Without yes. a doubt, he he is their he is their Bendis. He is their Bendis, and it might be blasphemous to you. I think he's better than Bendis in his world creating. I would say I'm in not. His... I'm not. I'm not going to shit on that comment. I actually think that Bendis did some really awesome stuff. What he what I think what I think what Bendis did was. He took what he had, bro. Well, let's 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 put out his name correctly, Brian Michael Bendis. Because I wor listen, I worshipped that man as a writer for many years. Mm -hmm. I think I read and I picked up every single trade he had because I couldn't afford the single issue; it was just too much. Mm -hmm. But Brian Michael Bendis took your C class and D class heroes and villains and mm -hmm. made them into like A class villains, A class mm -hmm. heroes, and. He had a special touch with that stuff, but Donny Cates, but Donny Cates is creating worlds. Absolutely, he's, he's creating. He's taking stuff that existed, like okay. So Donny Cates took what Mike Zek did mm -hmm. and recreated it. Completely. It's funny because one time, and this is real. I went and I met Mike Zek at a convention. Mm -hmm. And it was my first time, and I was like a big baby. I was like, mm -hmm. you're my hero, blah, blah, blah. I got pictures with him. He's got, he signed my books. And I told him, can I ask you something? And he's like, he's like, what? Well, he's the one that he... He remarked your book. He remarked my book. I don't know if I should pick it up and show you closer. Go ahead. By all means, if you can grab it, I don't want to disturb your... Let me give you the one. Yes, I love the way he remarked that book. So this is remarked and it's signed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not CGC because this is a personal book for me. This is not like, you know, I I, I could care less. I, I'm glad I met the man up front. It wasn't one of those mm -hmm. things where you submit the book and you don't see the man sign it. Yeah. But you have but you but you have what you're paying for as a facilitator to do this for you. But I gave him my book, he took it back to his hotel room. He did this. I got it back the next day, and this is what he did to my to my original character. Looks amazing. Uh, absolutely. This, this to me is a is gold to me. I'm gonna you put know, up real quick. Um, look, no, keep keep talking. I'm sorry. I'm gonna put up as you speak the original cover just for those who don't know. Yeah. What I was gonna say was it's kind of sad that this stuff is. There we go. Yeah, that's the original. What I, what, what I want to say was it's sad that CGC is a company that grades your stuff now and you need a witness to mm -hmm. have them watch sign it. It's okay if they do it in a convention, you know, yeah. to go in a convention, have it do it. But, you know, you got to mail in your stuff and you pay for a facilitator to stand by behind them. You're not viewing any of this. No. It's not happening. It's happening behind closed doors. And then it gets mm -hmm. mailed back to you. Mm -hmm. Like most of the stuff that's behind me, mm -hmm. like I got the Jim Lee signed. Jim Lee signed that. I got Arthur Adams signing that. Mm -hmm. You know, I got Sean Murphy over here with the Tokyo Ghost that should be out on Netflix in a couple of months. Yes. Um, but this Mike Zek poster here, yeah. he per he personalized that and signed it for me. 
Now, that to me is gold. It doesn't have to be CGC, but I was there. I spoke to him. I saw him sign it. Whether it's worth anything to anybody, it's worth something to me. Absolutely. You know? And, and what's crazy enough is that it won't, like, if you gave it to them, they would be like, what are you talking about? How do we know Mike, Mike Zach actually signed that? You know what I mean? I'm going to show you something that's gold to me. Right. This is a. This is what they. This is what. This is a book, and I want to cover this too, because because it's part of the storyline. This is a book that I had. I met. I met Donny Cates because we were talking about Donny Cates, and I also met Mike Zek. Yes. Now, here's a really good mm -hmm. question. I met Mike Zek and I asked Zek, Zek, do you know what's going on with the Venom storyline? Because you. I mean, I know you didn't create Venom, but you created the symbiote. Tommy Fallen created Venom. Yeah. But do you know what? But do you yeah. know what Donny Cates is doing? Because Donny Cates is a writer. Most I don't know if these people communicate with each other. And they and different most, generation. And in most cases, they probably don't. Because I mean, mm -hmm. Michael Mike Zach is in a whole different league in his own. Mm -hmm. You know, these are guys that guys like Donny Cates probably looks up to. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, he's, I using, doubt it. He, he's using their source material to make new stories. Absolutely. Which is fantastic. I'm gonna show mm -hmm. you a silver surfer book. Matter of fact, Mike Zek, when I asked him, he said he didn't know anything about what Donny Case was doing. And I was like, do you know that he's world building on top of the symbiote? He's like, no. Nah. It was funny because I don't know if if it created anything, like an interest for him to go and Maybe. contact Donny Case, you know? Maybe. But I have, a, I have up here a Silver Surfer Black that ties into the Venom. It's on the spinning rack somewhere. Here it goes. Signed by. So here I have. Remarked. No, it's not remarked. Oh, just I, signed. I wanted Mike Zek to remark it, but I think he said he was just gonna outline the surfing board. But what I wanted him to do was I wanted him to change change the face into like give him. Remember the black the black surfer that came out? Yes. Yes. Okay, of so this is Donny Kate's signature over here. Uh huh. Because Donny Kate's wrote Silver Surfer Black. Yes. And then you have Mike Zek. Now, this is one of those like special variants. So he did the cover for this. Yes, of course. So when Mike, when when I handed this book to him, Mike Zek mm -hmm. is like, "Oh, you got it signed?" Because I had it signed by Donny Cates first. Yeah. Yeah. Midtown Comics had a had a special signing. Now this book is probably worthless to nobody. I mean, not not. It's probably not worth anything to anybody. Yeah. But, but to me, it's gold because I met him, and I met him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and those are those are my memories, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, but if I submit this to CGC, I'll give you an example of what happens when you submit something to CGC without a witness, which is fucked up. I know yeah. I'm, I know we're not supposed to be covering this, <coughs> but I want to cover it anyway. I want to show you something that Go happened. For it. Okay, yeah. look. I, I I think I know what you're talking about, but tell the viewers, the listeners, <laughs> what happened. I so I sub so I submitted this because when I did this, I did this as a noob, mm -hmm. right? I said to myself, I got Amazing Spider-Man 500 mm -hmm. signed by J. Scott Campbell, nice. signed by Casada, signed by John Romita Jr. Wow, you met and Scott Hanna. Yeah. Okay. So here it goes. I got it signed. I got it. It's it's five signatures. Mm-hmm. Look, is it five signatures? No, no, no. Three names on the cover. 
Okay, no, there's five people on it, but three names on the cover. So the, the signature I recognize here, I don't know why, but this looks like Casada. I could be wrong. Maybe this is this is um this, this is J. Scott Campbell. Yeah, J. Scott Campbell. This looks like I can't even make out the, the signatures. I don't know, whatever. So listen, the story is written by J. Michael Skrasinski. Okay. Right? John Romita Jr. and Scott mm -hmm. Hanna, Jay Scombo, mm -hmm. and Tim Townsend. Okay. Right? This is Spider-Man yeah. 500. So this is Spider-Man 500. Nice. This was a noob thing that I did. Because at the time, I was just excited to submit this to CGC. It was my first time. I'm like, oh, they're grading comics? I didn't do any research on CGC. I just yeah. I submitted this to Midtown. Maybe I wish Midtown would have told me. They would you know, them them being like knowledgeable retailers should have said, you know, you're gonna get this back as a green label, right? Yeah. Now the green label means three names written on cover in marker. Oh, that's so weak. Zoom in, see if you can get closer. Can you get can you get real close? Wow, it doesn't even say who's who. It exactly. just says because you know why? Because there was there was no facilitator or a witness to verify this, even though I bought this from Midtown Comics with their certificate. And they sent you back the certificate. I have one of those books. No, I have this like with that. the certificate. You do. Listen, this is a dope ass cover. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it deserves better. Listen, J. Scott Campbell does awesome work. Absolutely. When he wants to put, when he he put love into this cover, absolutely. But listen, even though it's got a nine point eight, I think it was a disgrace that they labeled this with a green label. Even though, mm -hmm. I mean, all they had to do was call call Midtown Comics. Just one simple phone call would have been suffice. But you no, know, they want to authenticate it. But you know what it is? It's money. Like the mm -hmm. money needs to be in their face. Like when you go to these conventions, mm -hmm. the facilitator tells you, "Okay, it's twenty bucks. I'm gonna stand." Listen, I one time I met. Breeding. Oh yes, okay. Breeding the guy from Superman. Superman, yes. yes well, I was course. getting, I was getting my Superman Brett? signature. Yeah. He charged me five dollars for a signature, right? Which is perfectly mm -hmm. fine. That's that's for the man's time. He's got to pay for his table and his for the time there. Absolutely. And as he was signing mines, there was a dude standing behind him with another guy that wanted to get a couple of comics signed. Mm -hmm. So the guy turns around and he's like. Most of these guys didn't even know. I mean, now I think they're more aware. This is before CGC blew up. Yeah. Right? So you got these guys at cons, and they turn around, and bread, bread breeding is like, who's the guy behind me? Like, he's breathing down my neck. Oh, yeah. he's, a, he's a facilitator witness. He's witnessing your signature, your Hancock on the comic. It just, I don't know, the whole thing just That's felt, disgusting. That's it felt disgusting. disgusting and I don't know, man. It just... That's not that's not what it's it's almost like you're destroying the hobby. You are because you're trying to you're trying to make a dime off of this guy's experience, this guy's memory. Now he exactly. has a memory. Exactly. Exactly. You know, what, what, what did breeding say? Or breeding say? I mean, well, when I was there, he was mm -hmm. uh, he was he was kind of like shocked. And mm -hmm. after they signed the comics, I stood there and I was talking to breeding. One of the things that breeding came out and said, he was like. He was like, that's not cool. 
they're profiting on my signature. Yeah. Most of these creators and writers and stuff were mm -hmm. pissed, which is why now, if you notice, they're quiet. CGC is is giving them money for this now. Absolutely. Now they're doing yeah, they're doing all these separate signatures. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm glad I got my signature, but if I was to ever sell this, mm -hmm. I'd have a tough time selling this because the the industry is destroying itself. You know, yeah. the fan the fan base. It's it comes out. Tail. Listen, people are gonna want like this 9.8 that I got back here by Jim Lee. Mm -hmm. People are gonna want this. But you know what? I got this. And there's no there's no real love to this, man. Like it's my book. I picked it up mm -hmm. at the spinning rack when I was a kid. I've had mm -hmm. it for that long. I'm even surprised I got a 9.8. I mean, shit, I probably ate cheese doodles and quarter water. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I probably picked yeah. up this book with a pack of cheese doodles and a fucking quarter water. Absolutely. <laughs> and I read it once or twice, Origin of Omega Red. And you know what? I have more love for this than I do for that. It's funny. Yeah, no, go ahead. You know, because I, I sent it in and I didn't see Jim Lee sign it. Now, listen, granted, I got Jim Lee signatures on other stuff because I saw him back in the 90s before yeah. CGC. Yeah. And those things mean more to me because I was there and I saw him sign it. Absolutely. But if I was to ever pick and choose, like if I was a flipper, then this is mm -hmm. the way to go if you're a flipper. Yeah. You know, if you're going to get the book and sell it, like, oh, my God, my book is worth like three or four hundred dollars. All right. But then what? It's like when our experience we had with Karen Gillen. Um, it was amazing. He signed everything that we put in front of him. It wasn't like we were going to necessarily, and he knows that because there was no CGC howling, you know, behind his back looking. Yeah. Um, and he signed Die. He signed my uh, trade paperback to Die with from uh, from Love, you know, Karen. And he drew actually in my book. Oh, you're talking about, I was with you that day. Yes, yes, yes. And Newberry. 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 Got a shout out, Newberry Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Roosevelt Film Mall and on Long Island. And, yeah. and it's funny because, like, I got those books and we, the most interesting part of that interaction that we had wasn't him signing our books of Die, which we loved and we were excited to see him. But it was probably about 15 minutes before that where I ran into him in the store and I saw him and I recognized him I, and I was starstruck. I was like, hi, I'm Ben. And he was like, hi, I'm Karen. How are you? And he was like, do you work for star? I was like, no, but I'm pretty sure you can find him in the back. That was great. That that's, that was an experience I'm going to remember. And then asking him, Hey, do you mind if we record your thoughts on things on on die and where this might go and where you know blah blah did blah. did you record that that day i did and i have it somewhere on youtube man and you should upload that man I, I think i will it's terrible quality because remember there was music playing in the background yeah i remember um but listen but, we had what we had we had like a we almost had like a 45 minute conversation with him no we did we did a 45-minute conversation with him almost alone because everyone basically left. Nobody was cared. Like, first of all, the people that were there, mm -hmm. they, I think maybe there were four fans tops, me, you, and, like, two other people. Yeah, and there were fans. There were people who were excited to meet him and being like, hey. And, like, the guy was very, like, knowledgeable. And the guy was very much like – I was like, hey, I really enjoy this. Your influences are, like, Stephen King, right? And he would conversate back and forth with us, remember? Yep. And he was talking about um, not just oh, dive, but he was talking about um, 
what's the the King Arthur book? One and only. Um, I forget the name. The one and only something that he wrote. Yes, the 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 oh, first man. the king something only king. I forget. No, it's not ringing a bell, man. I got that, that guy, book signed too. That guy's written came so out that way. No, listen, I have a trade that he signed. I. Well, I mean, we're going back about four or five years now. Yeah, yeah, we are because my while. old my oldest wasn't even a year old. Yeah, if I remember correctly, but yeah, like he signed he signed a book for me. He signed. Um, oh, uh, hold on one second. Talk about if you remember. I gotta grab something real quick. Go ahead, grab whatever. Grab, grab whatever it is you need, man. So. Now that now that you know Ben, the uh, Gothic film nerd, has left me alone here. So yeah, you know, going back to like, uh, I, I I like to keep talking about Venom and stuff like that. So uh, where was I? Where did we leave off before? Ah yeah, so Donny Cates created the Noel character, which is uh, Planet of Symbiotes, and hopefully you know we'll be able to see that. Just in case you want to see an introduction to the Surfer, Silver Surfer. Um, he also wrote this with art by trade by art by trade more. I'm sorry, Ben. I just wanted to display this book. No, keep going. I'm I'm still looking for it. that's what I was telling you. So this is this is Silver Surfer Black. Silver Surfer Black, right? He gets possessed. He he gets uh, he encounters Noel, and which is the darkness, and you know basically Silver Surfer is light, and they kind of clash together. The, that's and, the Artisan uh, edition, right? It kind of huh? That was the Artisan edition, the big book. No, that's the Treasury edition. Oh, Treasury edition, yes, yes. That Treasury edition is dope, man. Yeah. Like it, ha it almost feels like it's a velvet soft cover. Mm -hmm. It's huge. I mean, too. I have the original comics, but mm -hmm. I bought. I I wanted that. Matter of fact, did did you get that for me from Barnes and Nobles? I did. Thank I did. you, sir. No problem. I know that was one of the first ones that um you requested. We were you were just getting back into comics, and you were like, "Do you know about this book?" And I was like, "No, not yet." But then I I remember I got that for you. Um, they did two books like that. They did. Silver Surfer Black, which I think I need a copy of that. Honestly, I have this digitally. That that I would like to get signed by Trademore, signed by Cates, yeah, and possibly remarked. But for me, because it's mm -hmm. my book, mm -hmm. I don't even think CGC can do anything with that anyway because it's too no, big. It's huge. But I do it for me because I I frame it on the wall. Oh, absolutely! Uh, I think they did Fantastic Four Grand Design as well, like that size. Like yeah. massive design. But what I was going to show is that what I'm about to show is something that will never exist ever. Period. This, let me see. This is an image that I drew. Let me see. Ah, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Okay. There we go. There we go. This is an image that I drew of the die symbol on a back on a bag and board with the dog from die. And Did he sign that? Yes. That's awesome. And it says right here, he has a little speech bubble that says fair gold. So, you know. <laughs> and I drew it as a joke. And he saw it. And was like, 
you want me to sign that? And I go, yeah, why not? And he signed it for me. And there's, there's Karen's um, signature. And he drew a little dice. A little remark. Only a because he's remark. the writer, not an artist. Yeah, exactly. So and then I had to sign it after because I was like, let me sign my own self right, right here because why the hell not at this point? You know, I want to get some Stephanie Hahn stuff signed too. Oh, totally. She is she is so nice. Um, I've actually private messaged her and just like, hey, I really enjoy your work. I really enjoy the die cover that we got from you and stuff like that. And she answered me back. That's nice. She's she's very sweet. Um, she probably answered you back during that whole stage where she busted her ankle or something, right? She said she fell or something yeah. during the pandemic and she yeah, couldn't finish the book. Yeah, that's exactly what, what it was. It was during that time. Listen, I blame the pain in the ankle that she had. Well, actually, she's just the artist. But yeah. I don't know what happened. But I have to finish reading the last six comics. Oh, wow. You're far behind. I have to read the last one. Because there were... You know what it was? I, I, I go back. I think I read... I probably only need maybe need three. But mm -hmm. I, I like to reread the whole arc. It's been too long. Yeah, it has, and I, I need to finish that as well. Um, it, it was a great series, um, and the ending's very interesting. It's not what you think. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah um, no, don't surprise me with the ending. No, I won't. I definitely won't. I will, before we, let, let's continue on. I think that's mostly that we have to say about it, more or less. Yeah, I don't. Else. Um, but let's talk real quick about this. Oh, all right. Because I can't just let this. I was going to say let's wrap it up, but I can't. I thought you were going to save this for a different segment. Like a different episode? Yeah, it's too late now. You might as well You might as well let it out. Well, we could tease it, and then we could talk about it for another show. Nah, that's fine. <clears throat> you sure you're not hitting Odin sleep yet? No, I'm. listen, I've had three cups of coffee, man. Ooh, I'm, I'm good. I'll probably be up for another hour or two. Okay. So for those who are listening to the audio version of this, we're talking about how this week, um, this week, Warner Brothers released the deleted scene from the Batman that was spoken about from Matt Reeves of Barry Keown, that's his name, as the Joker. I have a, I have a problem with this. Uh-oh. My problem is, my problem is, why can't they just... I, I, you know what it is, and, and and it's probably to get it's probably to get people back into the theater to rewatch it before it airs. By the way, before it airs on April nineteenth on HBO Max. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just to get the people. You know what? Never mind. I never mind. Oh, no, no, go for no, it. No, no, listen. I was gonna hate on it. I was gonna hate on it, but then I tell myself, you know what? It's 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 just. The marketing behind it. I think it's genius that they released this Joker tidbit because I think it should be included in the DVD. It probably is. It probably is because it's a deleted. It's a deleted scene. It's a deleted scene. I hope they add it into the movie. Like, no, they're not gonna add it into the unless there's an extended version. But I heard that the extended. But I heard if they if they did add this, uh -huh. this scene here. It's five minutes, almost six minutes. Well. They were going to use this footage, right? Mm -hmm. Robert Patterson was going to confront the Joker because he had a... This would have been a year later. I mean, a year before. 
the Joker would have been a the Joker would have been a prequel because he would have been asking the Joker for advice on the Riddler. Yes. Yes. But then it would have been too much like okay, so the movie's already com compared to the seven, right? It'll be also compared to Silence of the si Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, where mm -hmm. they go and they they talk to the uh Hannibal Lecter. The, yeah, Hannibal Lecter, because honestly, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Um, let's talk design about him real quick. I'm trying to find a better picture somewhere. I online. think that's. The, listen, if you want to go with the Matt Reeves universe, first mm -hmm. of all, here's one thing about this Batman movie that people don't understand. When people saw this movie, they don't understand mm -hmm. this movie. They don't. They they, they don't. All right. No. I felt yes, that. When you look at the movie poster itself, and I'm going to point this out to people who don't understand, because they go to the theater and they're sold on hype. When you look at the movie poster, it says artisan on the top, which mm -hmm. means it's an artsy movie, which means there's a certain vision to it. Think yeah. of it like an Elseworlds. Absolutely. So the movie was dark. It was gritty. Mm -hmm. Right? It was, it was based on a snuff film, right? Because the the Riddler, when you look at the Riddler, the Riddler's got like a, it, it's it's he's a, I can't even I can't even begin what to describe the Riddler. Like it was just like a gimp, bro. He was he wasn't your normal villain, bro. He was a dark ass villain. Yeah, he like was, he was, he, he, Listen, he wasn't this. Where is it? Let me let me let me pull it out for you. Hold on. I know I have it here. Look, I was looking for it There's earlier. Poster. Listen, you see this? Mm -hmm. Let me let me one give you. Yes, that's the Arkham City one. He wasn't that. People were expecting this. Mm -hmm. Instead, they got a snuff film. We got this guy, which is awesome. He was bro. Look at him. you. He looks like he exactly Silence of the Lambs, no? Yeah. Oh uh, well. Also, like the Zodiac Killer. Yes. The Zodiac Killer. Look, even his question mark looks questionable. But, and look, listen. the red here is supposed to be blood. This is why I couldn't rate this movie, right? Because people yeah. were like, "Yo, Frijoles, is this movie a ten, an eight, a nine? I said, "Bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. You have to go see it for yourself because." You can't rate. I can't. I couldn't rate this movie. No, definitely not. Because I felt like this movie was such an original masterpiece. But absolutely, as a bat, as a Batman, I'm not gonna say original as an original because people are comparing it to Seven and Silence of the mm -hmm. Lambs already. So the mm -hmm. idea, the ideas obviously were borrowed, stolen. Yes. Yeah. You know, well, however used. You know, yeah. However you want to, you know, portray it, but it was so still. Still an excellent film, no matter what. Yes, and it was very unique to the character of the Batman, and yet very faithful to the character of the Batman, especially little touches like like this, the stitching. The, the stitch. Oh, the stitching was fantastic. Okay, the stitching, stitching to me. Mm -hmm. he, this is where I bring in S and M. Really, people don't know what they were looking at, like. The well, stitching to me, listen, the stitching to me was everything. Mm -hmm. When you look at this stuff, this is SM, bro. The collar, the collar, the 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 black under the eyes. He he is so accurate, which brings me back to this. This guy was dropped in acid. 
Bro, this 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 guy is clearly one of the most comics accurate Joker we've probably ever will see. He looks. Listen, the movie itself. You, Lee Bajermo, no? Yeah, Lee uh, Yeah, um, Lee Bermejo, Yes. Pull up. You can you find any image of his work and post it up? Because yes, I have absolutely. his. I have. I have comics in the boxes that I could go and find out, but I don't want to look through my stuff now and just put out a Libra Germo comic. Well, let's let's first pull up the, the Libra Mero Batman. Let's pull up his Batman. How do you pronounce his name again? Lee and then Bermejo. Bermejo. Whatever, man. I was close. He's, um, he's, he's close. Yeah, close. Close enough. His art is, is, um, his, listen, his art is as dark and gritty as it's going to get. And you want to hear something funny? He's the most, again, realistic, but comics realistic, Batman. Listen, I'm, listen, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you brought this this topic up because Bat Batman to me, I ran to the theater to go mm -hmm. see this movie, like the very first night it came out. But Spider Man, I waited yeah. until it popped up on DVD, man, and not even look, that. This look at this that. This is Liebermanho's Batman. This is just his Batman. Which is very much. Let me see if I find. Where's Rob Pattinson? <laughs> I think it was here. Oh, there he is. It has a very similar, like, proto version of what we'll eventually get to. This. Look at his face. Do you have, do you have another image like that, but with a, with a frontal view? Let me let me try to find one. I'm trying to find. I, the I just want to show the. I just want to show the viewers what the hell we're talking about because people are gonna be like, what What are these two idiots talking about? No man, okay, I, no man. Educate yourself on your comic artist. <laughs> true. Here, I got one right here. Perfect. Look at that. Look at this, and then look at that. It is definitely like this will eventually turn into that. That's why look at people the of the costume, the gloves. Yes. The, the, the symbol on his chest, which is more like a hard metal, the same thing with, you know, with with his, which they don't show it here. Damn it. But nah, you know. you, you need a better image. But but we get the idea, mm -hmm. because remember, yeah, in exactly. the movie, in the movie, didn't didn't wasn't that what he used for the bat signal? Yes. And you want to hear something funny? OK, so this is the one from Damned. This is what I wanted to find, because he, that is phenomenal right there. Put that picture up. I want to see it. Fuck. It's too small. You know what's funny? My wife asked me about that today, right before I start, right before we started this this episode. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. asked. We were talking about. We were talking about. Um, matter of fact, that's why we brought up the conversation about Mike Zag and Donny Cates. We were talking yeah. about that stuff. And she asked me, "What about the Battlewang?" And it made me laugh, bro, because this is coming mm -hmm. from her. Wife, he was like, "Whatever happened to that comic, the Battlewang?" I'm like. The Battlewang died out. The Battlewang died out. The the black label company they they DC DC bitched themselves on that. Yeah, they they could they should have went hard on that. And they didn't. No pun intended. No nah, man, um, they went hard. Listen, they went hard the first time, but then it got PC. People just need to complain and cry. Like, bro, like if the, the only people mm -hmm. reading these comics are adults. So you're gonna tell me that you're gonna like they foreshadowed Bruce Wayne's cock on the book. You're gonna tell mm -hmm. me that, that that butt hurt you? It didn't. 
It didn't bother a, me. Actually, actually, after I after I was reading the book, I had to turn the page back, and I'm like, "What?" I said, "Did I just wait? What?" Yeah. I remember taking a picture and texting it to the group, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, "Yo, did they just show Bruce Wayne's cock on this?" And I'm like, "Shit, it is Bruce Wayne's cock." <laughs> it, for me, it never necessarily it mattered. I thought it was no, like it just it, it passed by. The most. The craziest image was the image at the end of the book with like they painted the cross, the Joker's face in the cross, on 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 Jesus. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm getting on a tangent here, but I want to show you one of my favorite Libro Mejo's art. Go ahead, put it up. This is a take on the '60s, right? This is even further on the '30s. On the black and white serials they used to they used to have on the radio. I like it. Right. I love the way this looks. It's he's, man's genius. Um, but let's go to the let's. We're talking about this, and more importantly about. Nope, nope, <laughs> motherfucker. This. Now, people are gonna have a problem with this because the people that are PC, mm -hmm. they're gonna say, "But Heath Ledger is better." No, he's motherfucker. Not. No, you know what the you know what. With the Heath Ledger's Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker had a lot of makeup on his face to make him look the way he did. Yeah. Right. Even though the, even though this is prosthetics, but this mm -hmm. looks darker, grittier. It looks more natural. It looks like, exactly what you expect the Joker would look. Right. If you listen, if you jumped, if you fell in a pot of acid or had acid thrown yeah. in your face. He doesn't have any makeup there. I mean, I, I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna. I'm wondering yeah. if Matt Reeves is gonna throw uh, makeup on him. I'm sure he. I'm sure he will. Just just to show a little bit. But if you look at, let me go back to the image. If you look at the face here, it shows like he's pale because he's a little bit bleached, but that he will totally put on more makeup to make him look worse. It's scary. Like here's the thing that I've always thought it was funny. If you read Batman comics. If you read, if you see the Batman cartoon show, everyone's frightened of the Joker. Well, the Joker, like, not to be, the Joker's not to be messed with. But like, as soon as he walks into the room and they see his face, he's they're terrified of him. But every Listen. version, every version that we've gotten of him, he looks cool, but he definitely not looks terrifying. Listen, that's what I'm saying. In the geek world, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, in a list of one through five, mm -hmm. the top two villains ever created, Darth Vader and Joker, are the top two. Absolutely. Now, which one is first Absolutely. and which one is second? I, I don't remember, but honestly, as far as far as uh, as far as being number one, I think both of them should be mm -hmm. up there and shared equally. Because Darth Vader, because Darth Vader would be the one to fucking force choke your ass, while the Joker fucking stab a so, pencil through your eye and I and not bat an eye, bro. So, I'll tell you right off the bat that uh, Libra Mejo and not Libra, the Joker is the first comic book villain, period. That history history will tell you that he's the first one. Darth Vader is the first movie villain, like real villain. 
Period. Uh, I guess they, they, I guess they were like rating it as in as in pure evil. Yeah, this is a terrible because it's tiny, but this is the Libra Mejo Joker, and I'm Which trying to close. find better images of him. That's not it. Mm, that's this Heath, Leather, Heath Ledger. Yeah, this is the one from the book that Libra Mejo did. Okay, that's more like him. It has, but but I think these are homages. These are homages to Heath Ledger. Well, Heath Ledger got his design from this, apparently, because this book, this book came out first. Brian Azzarello and Libra Mayho's Joker. If you you know, you're right. I have this, but what's the year on that book? I forgot. I, I couldn't tell you here because I'm looking, but this is the cover that they came out recently for Black Label, which, if you look at it, looks very much. Like what we're gonna, what we're seeing with what's his name, um, what's that fellow's name? Uh oh, um, Barry Keown, the the guy who's playing him now. But look at his mouth, especially here. It's it's not, it's cut open for sure. But it looks like it's almost stuck like that, the hmm. same way. If you look at, let me see. I can't find the teeth. Ah, I got rid of the teeth. I got rid of the teeth. Um, you know the look of of this new Joker, some guy who is thrown his his origins thrown into acid. Looks destroyed as all hell. His hair went green, as you see in the in the image. He's missing skin. This sounds about right. That maybe by the time he gets out of prison, which he won't, more like he'll have the green, he'll have the green hair. He'll have more of the green hair, but a lot of the scars. And you know what? For the first time ever, comic book accurate Joker and actually frightening. That's what I think. Let me let me tell you something. And this mm -hmm. is just and this is just my opinion because I don't really need people. Not that you know we're gonna be getting people commenting dumb stuff, but. But if you choose to comment and say anything, sure, go right ahead. I, I, you know, I, I am, I applaud your, uh, your comments. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Like, I um, respected, I respected his work as a Joker, but to yes. me, that could that could have been called anything else. It could have been called the Clown Prince of Crime. They could have called it that. They didn't have to call him Joker. So I've seen the movie about three times, Joker. And by the third viewing, I absolutely saw what you meant. Um, it could have been called literally anything else. Um, and you know, to be honest, I kind of would have liked the movie probably more if they ended up the movie with... Um, this is not the Joker, but this is the guy who inspired the Joker. And call it the Crown Prince of Crime. I would like it. I love Joaquin Phoenix. He's one of my favorite actors ever. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, but, every role he's ever done has been fantastic. But I just don't mm, think the movie itself. I, I don't think he was the Joker. If anything, there we go. If anything, oh, okay. Listen, that guy looks fucking disgusting. Yo, but, but it's, I, it's worth it, right? But 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 if they did they but if they did what they did with the Riddler. Then mm -hmm. this fits perfect. This is right up that this is right up that alley for a snuff film. Dude, put put
put red lipstick on this guy, paint his his face a little bit more white, which they probably do as war paint. We have the most scariest Joker we've ever seen. I mean, the stuff that the Riddler did in the movie, scary. I mean, if if it was scary, right? This could be worse. This is will probably be the worst depiction of the Joker like ever. Like, absolutely. And you know, and I'm you, know on, you know I'm gonna see it on day one. There's no, there's, there's no question about it. I don't, I don't even need a hype train to tell me to come see it. Here, I got a better image, like really close up. Like, you know how they always describe Scott Snyder described the Joker in his Batman run as the monster under your bed. This is the monster under your bed. That's the cuckoo, bro. This is the cuckoo. Exactly. That's the cuckoo. That's the cuckoo, son. And like. From the that's like, listen, that listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Hmm. That's that that right there. It's a tipo come culito, bro. Right there. <laughs> You're terrible, bro. You're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Fucking terrible. But look Fucking at his terrible. teeth, son. No, no, but no, no, look at his teeth. Mm -hmm. That motherfucker look like a butt muncher, bro. <laughs> disgusting. But let me let me let's go even further. <laughs> We've seen the Joker in comics. Bite people and rip off skin. Hell yeah. This is what it was. We've seen the Joker with, we've seen the Joker look like a pale guy, but then we've also seen him look frightening. Listen, Scott Snyder's Joker with his cut off face, frightening. Listen, this is the guy right here mm -hmm. that will create Red Hood. Yes. Yes. Thank you. you. It. Colonel. Do you, see it, but do you see it? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me see. I, listen, think I have the other image. Listen, I don't. This I would the guy. Listen, I would not want to be kidnapped by this motherfucker. Yes, because you want to hear something crazy. It's like when I saw this five-minute scene, I was like, Matt Reeves, God bless you, sir. You are not just a filmmaker or a fan. You are a geek, clearly. And he's a geek to the point where. This looks like the guy who will pick up the crowbar and beat up a 16-year-old. He looks like, listen, not for nothing, mm -hmm. but I don't know why, but mm -hmm. as I was growing up and buying comics, mm -hmm. I always heard that the Joker sodomized Robin. I don't know why I've been told otherwise. That's Am I wrong? You are. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's, it was a rumor that like that's what he did, but they said that he, he, he fucked Barbara Garden. I, well, I heard that too, but I heard that okay before he killed Robin with a crowbar. I heard that he mm -hmm. sodomized him before he fucking you know rammed you know, that. You're probably not wrong. I'm sure a lot of people don't want to think that, but you're probably not wrong. You know, it, 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 that rumor ran for a long time, and then I was yeah. then I I think that people tried to prove me wrong because there's no mm -hmm. actual proof. No, because he blew up. Yeah. So. But like, what else would? But then again, he was killed. Like, like okay. So when I think the Joker, so my my first Joker that I've always thought that has always been my Joker has been um. I think forever to load. Yeah, that's all right, man. Okay. Take your time, man. But Take your time. Let that let, let that thing work. Yeah, it's taking forever. Um, what are you loading up? Oh, here it is. My Joker, 
I'm, I'm, I'll show you right now. My Joker has always been... It's probably a terrible image. Oh, no, it's fantastic. You'll love this. Hold on. I show it, to. man. I got to give it the one. This has always been my Joker. Okay. Alan Moore to me is one of my is is one of my inspirations as a writer. Um, Neil Gaiman's another one. I I've read a lot of Neil Gaiman. I read a lot of Alan Moore. Still to this day, I catch up on. Literally, I'll go back and see what Alan Moore has written that I haven't read. That's not comics related, and I'll try to read it. I'll try to see. But you have the you have the original book to that. I don't have the original book. I have the original um, hardcover that came out when it first came out. The hardcover. Okay. Um, so I have this. I definitely have this with this cover, with the when it's like all shiny here. So I have this. But this, this is, is the, the face. One, this is the one where he kills Robin, right? No, this is the one where they tell the origin story a little bit of him. And I'm trying gets, to remember. Listen, I, yeah. so many, so many Joker stories. Like I'm trying yeah. to remember which is the one that killed uh, Robin in. But whatever, man. The one he killed Robin is Death of the Family. Is that the one with the cover where Batman's holding Robin? Yes. All right. Yeah, you know, I had my stories confused. Um, but that's what happens when you read all this stuff. Exactly. But Brian Boland, for me, has always been like, he understood the look of the Joker. Like, this is the guy who's terrifying. This is the guy who's terrifying. He doesn't make you, you want to. You wouldn't want to see him down a dark no. alley. No, exactly. Look at his teeth. Look at his teeth. And I'll, I'll go even further. Brian Boland did a cover of of the joker that when i was a kid to this day always like freaked me out let me see it's called um have you seen the 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 brian boland one with the cat yes, yes. i might just have that one i think I, i'd have to look all you have to look up on youtube ladies and gentlemen is brian boland and you'll find the most some of the most haunting images of um Joker, have you probably ever seen? Um, you, what are you trying to do? You trying to pull it up? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. All right, I got it right here. Ah, why is this so tiny? <laughs> the, Can you double click is... it? No, it's too far back, but I'll just put it up here. No, that's fine. Oh, this is a nice one. Yeah, there we go. This is the image. When I was a kid, I saw it and I was like, what the f What the fuck? This is the guy that you would be afraid of at night. He's you been know, he's been one of my favorite artists when it comes to the Joker to the point that I have. I don't have. Okay, it's not here, but yeah, you were saying. No, I'm just saying I don't know if I have that cover or not. I mean, I might have the story, but maybe maybe they changed the the artwork, right? Maybe, maybe. That's that's definitely the cover. Um, when they did Year of the Joker. This was the incentive, like one in fifty cover of Brian Bowling. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I had this. I have this. This is this is one of my favorite covers that I, I would love one day to just CGC it because it, it for me it's it's perfect. This is the guy. This is the guy with makeup. Who was this? The guy when he first came out. This guy doesn't have eyebrows for Christ's sake. That's just like crazy, his, bro. His mouth is a permanent smile, and that's what you go see in certain in certain things. And when you hear you know, that, funny. Reads, he looks like he looks like he looks like a, he looks like a cat, bro. 
a really fucking scary cat. <laughs> um, but like I was, uh, I was, I was saying before, like when when Brian, not Brian Bowling, when Matt Reeves was describing the scene, and I love the way they sh- they shot him in this movie where they just show him in pieces. You know, in in the in that deleted scene, you know, they showed his mouth. They didn't show him head on um, until like the very end. Yeah. But he's clearly like you can see that he's his fingernails. I don't know. Remember they showed his hands, gone, completely gone. Like he's all bloodied, and I was like, this is perfect. So I'm super excited. I don't know if he'll be in the next movie. Yeah. I'm hoping. The Joker. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Because I I think unless they unless they go backwards with it, you know, like because I think that whole sequence with the Joker was deleted because supposedly Batman had already confronted him and locked him up. Yes. To go, but to go back would be like a Silence of the Hams homage. Yeah, and and maybe you know that's what they want to go for. But, I mean, um, I, I mean, I'll tell, I'll tell you this, I, I, and I'll be honest. I mean, we've seen the Joker so many times that I'm okay with. I'm okay with. Waiting. I'm okay with waiting. Like if they introduce a new villain, I'm I'm okay with Batman, Robert Patterson going and doing a Silence of the Lambs homage, where he goes into the jail and he confronts the Joker for information, which is perfectly oh. fine. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. He doesn't I have. Would- Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he doesn't have to be a main character. I Maybe would love he, to. Yeah, no, go ahead. I no, I I think what they could do with the character is they can make it into flashbacks. I I think I would love to see the Killing Joke. Like, see that like Batman drives to Arkham Asylum, and you see the Joker playing cards, and then you realize that he escaped. And you you see that inevitable, hopefully, like where the Joker will end, like he gets choked out by the by the Batman at the end. I I don't know. I would love to see this version of him. And when they, I'm sure they'll do an extended cut where they add this because this is supposed to be moments before they. Like, like I'm guessing this was supposed to be in the beginning of the movie. That scene, like towards the beginning, where he hasn't met Riddler yet. Yeah, because he's asking him like, "Oh, what it is." And I saw that scene about a couple times. He says, it's been one year. It's it's our anniversary. It's one year. So that means a year ago from that time, Batman confronted the Joker. Which I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, yeah. if, if, they, if they do flashbacks and make it interesting, it would be nice. Like maybe him having these flashbacks, like Bruce Wayne will go back to the Batcave and he's having these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And it's Joker flashbacks, which is perfectly fine. You don't need a whole movie dedicated to the Joker again. No. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't mind seeing a team up. Like, I think they they'll do it though. A team like, up. No, but that would be cool. Like if the second movie had flashbacks of of Bruce Wayne thinking about that year one. Yeah. And, and then like wh- whoever the hell he's chasing in the second mm-hmm. movie, you mm-hmm. know whether it's whether it's, I mean I don't even know if Matt Reeves is doing the Penguin. Uh, for HBO, is is he? he? Yeah, he is. He's doing what James Gunn did. Okay, all right. So, meaning that the Penguin's going to be on, on its own. I don't think they'll, unless they introduce him as a side character, you know? Well, they'll probably do how they did with this movie. Like, they had so many comic book characters, and yet they didn't make them feel like so whatever, because they were in their own universe and needed, came when they were needed. Um, oh, excuse me. 
Man. Oof. Uh, it's, one, it's one o'clock. <laughs> What's our time uh, now on this? Two hours and 19 minutes. That's not that's not bad. I mean, it's up to you, man. No. We can talk all night, son. I want to I, I know. Um, and listen, me, and listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, how 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 could you go? How could you go to bed when you have this here? Milk. Meow. Meow. <laughs> this guy. So yeah, um, just to wrap up that whole thing with him. Um, I would love to see Matt Reeves tackle on the next villain to be Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze would be really interesting. I want to see him tackle the villains that got messed up in the movies. So we've already seen a better Bane. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know what I'd like to see? Because they introduced a sewer, right? All that water. Oh, Killer Croc. I'd like to see Killer Croc. That'd be tough. That'd be nuts. Killer Croc looking vicious because I think Matt Reeves can do it. Absolutely. Take a bite out of somebody. I'm not even talking about like some lame-ass lame croc. I'm talking about like the croc from like the Arkham Asylum video game. Oh, where he's literally like a giant alligator, huh? Yes. He's like a fucking alligator, um, you know, just walking. Terrifying. Just terrorizing. I can see that. Um, That, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a better scarecrow. Not that I didn't like the scarecrow we got, but I would love to see the scarecrow with like, give me the hood and the getup, and like carrying a scythe. You know, you know what I mean. Or the one from Arkham, Arkham, um, Arkham, not Arkham City, Arkham Knight. The one, the scarecrow from Arkham Knight, where he has like the breathing tubes on the side. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Listen, I, I um, think I think I'm on board with that. You know, this. Yeah, so- I just want to. You know what? Let let Matt Reeves give us some fresh material. That's what we need. Absolutely. I know people don't really like this Riddler costume. I'm pretty sure we'll get another Riddler costume that looks way different now that he doesn't care about showing his face. Um, maybe we'll get the classic costume. Maybe we'll get with the coat, and you know, a little bit more demented. But I'm excited now that we've seen the Riddler, we've seen Catwoman, we've seen the Penguin. I'm sure we will see. And if Libra Mejo, who was thanked at the end of the movie, is like the designer of all this stuff, we're going to see some really hot shit for sure. We're going to see some yeah. really nice stuff. I really do think it's a lot of Libra inspiration. And did I get that right? Not really, but it's all good. It's not like he's here to correct you. It's going to take me a couple of tries, but whatever. Um, I'm excited for it. I, uh, you know, there's certain character designs that he did that I don't like. I will admit, um, I don't like his Edrigan, Edrigan the demon design, and but I do like his dead man design. I like his John Constantine design. Like John Constantine would work perfectly in this world. I think you're right, I, and I was just thinking about that because I mean, if they were going to introduce like all these other characters. They would definitely go into a darker area and bring this guy out and show mm-hmm. this dark magic, you know, like Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be far fetched to do it into like a second movie, but I could see maybe a fourth and fifth. Like if they build a universe around it. You know what would be cool is that all they do is introduce John Constantine. 
introduce yeah. him. Just know that he exists in that world. Just know, just know he exists. <clears throat> you know, have him walking around. Funny enough, Colin, um, when uh, Guillermo del Toro was going to do a Justice League Dark movie, um, Colin uh, Farrell, who plays uh, the Penguin, he was supposed to play John Constantine. Um, I don't know. I'm not feeling him. I think I, I, I really do think you do really need an English dude like they did with the CW show. But he is English, Will Farrell. Well, he's he's I think he's Irish. No, but I, I you really I mean, I'm sure these actors have their way of changing their voices, but you really want to yeah. get the the voices down. You want them to be more authentic. You know who I would love to see as Etrigan? But like, you know how like Etrigan becomes Jason Blood or Jason Blood becomes Etrigan? I would have loved to see Joaquin Phoenix be Etrigan the Demon. You know, I could see that. In, mm -hmm. a, in, a, in a very weird world, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Like if we're putting him into this Batman world, for sure. Um, Robin Pattinson said recently that he's totally up for the idea of having a Robin in his world. Okay. And I could see him having a Robin and like if if the next movie is if we're doing two years plus, if Batman's year four, year five, or ten years old, a ten year a Batman who's been, you know, ten years for certain, because um what's his name? Ben Affleck's Batman. He says twenty five years in Gotham. So he's twenty five years in. Whatever it is. That they're gonna do, Matt Reeves better speed it up because Robert Patterson ain't getting any younger. No, he's not. And neither is I mean Zoe Zoe Kravitz can can stay Catwoman for a long time. Mm -hmm. Because her parents they did a nice job. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh man. Um, to think that I had a conversation today about Lisa Bonet, I was like Man, Lisa Bonet in different world, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have no, known, man? man? Who would have known? I tell you, the, the dude was like, no, she was in Cosby. I was like, come on, man. The college years, man. The college years. Like, wh 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 where you at? <laughs> That's funny. You got to know your source material, man. Uh, who would have known the guy who was singing American Woman and Can't You Go My Way? He made a daughter look like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh Lord. Uh yeah. I, I yeah. I'll do you remember do you remember Zoe Kravitz in X-Men First Class? No. She was she was that X-Men who had the um Firefly Wings, who was a stripper. What? Ah, uh, you haven't seen X-Men First Class, have you? I think that was my problem. There was a lot of these movies I didn't watch because I told myself I can't watch this stuff. Was yo these movies were basura, garbage. They just do them out a bunch of them. I just couldn't do them, man. Listen, they, I never, saw, I never saw the Phoenix. Don't I saw it? <laughs> I can tell you, don't watch it. They screwed up the movie twice. I they tell you, the only thing twice. I came, the only thing that I came down to that I saw that I thought might have been interesting was New Mutants, and I saw that only because it was alright. I think it was on Hulu or something. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And I think and it was because of Disney getting Fox during that time. They screwed up that movie, man. I just, you know what, what they need to give us is 
Okay, so the Deadpool, when Deadpool three comes out, whenever that is, they they can't they they can't dumb down Deadpool. That that'd be the biggest mistake. They will. I mean, I like to see I like to see the Juggernaut come back again. He did though. Juggernaut's the dope son. Um, right? I'll tell you one. What X Men movie I like? I like Days of Future Past. Did you see Days of Future Past? I don't think I saw that either. I that just good. <sighs> who was in Dude, this movie then? In day in X Men Days of Future Past, you had the X Men from the original movie and the X Men that was currently. Let me ask and you a question: Is this the movie where Wolverine saves the Phoenix, and the Phoenix just burns him? No, that's that's Last Stand. That's where last he stand. where where he stabs the Phoenix, and his mm-hmm. his regeneration is so powerful that he regenerates while the Phoenix is like burning him up. Yeah, that's Last Stand. Garbage. That's, last stand. that's garbage. 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 <sighs> Anyways, um, I think I think we ran it. We ran the gamut of conversation tonight on uh, Geek Archives, Listen, Long Island. Geek Archive, Long Island does no wrong. Definitely not. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this this has been an episode, an amazing episode. Two hours and 30 minutes almost. And if you like that and more, please give us comments, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, if you're listening to us audio only, uh, leave us a review. Reviews help. Would you guys like us to throw out questions? Because we could do that. Uh, by the way, through the audio version of the podcast, we could let out um, questions, like a poll, and see yeah. what people want to talk about or whatever. Or do you guys want anything else? Tell us, and we will answer back. Yeah, uh, if, there's a, if there's a particular like subject matter that they want us to, to uh... tackle, to tackle, or if they listen, you know what? I also want to hear. I also want to hear, like, if they do leave comments, mm-hmm. let me know if 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 my if my kernel knowledge is is not not, up, not if my kernel knowledge is kernel not up knowledge. To, is not up to par with <laughs> with you know, I guess with your opinions, you know, I I'm curious. You know, um, am, am I am I am I shitting too hard on things? Am I shitting too hard on things, Jesus? Uh, anyways, uh, you could find me, Ben, at Gothic Film Nerd on uh, Instagram. Uh, Colonel Frijoles, where can they find you? At the Eye of Frijoles. Uh, 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 did I go? Did I draw a blank there? Oh, Instagram. Underscore, underscore, underscore on Instagram. So it's the underscore I, the underscore of, underscore Frijoles with a Z. I mean, that's the, I mean, that's just the main page. They could just find us on Geek Archive. That's true. You know, you look up geek underscore archive underscore L-I. You got to get rid of these fucking underscores, man. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, I could probably get rid of those underscores. It just makes it easier. I don't know. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. Anyways. I just, you know what it is? I, I like it because it kind of separates the words, Because, but, but that's the only way to separate it, so. True. No, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find uh, follow us there and, you know, talk to us. I think we have a uh, Twitter as well. We don't use it. Um, but if you guys would like to send us an email and maybe access questions, 
This is the or, first time I'm or, doing this. Or, or if they want, or if they want to praise us for anything that we've said, that maybe we, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a listener out there that says, "Damn, you know, these guys are on point with something." Then leave us a review. Yeah, they got something there, you know. Yeah, for certain. Let's leave. Let me go in for the first time ever. I'm gonna send out our email if you guys want to talk um, and leave us a, a, a question, which would be great. If you want to just be like, "Hey, we have this for." The Colonel, or we have this for Ben, we have this for both of you. Say Heidi Ho or whatever. Our email is geekarchivenyc at gmail.com. Just throwing it out there. We, we should start saying this every episode, by the way, just to let you know the listeners, whoever's out there, know. Send us, we, we want to hear back from you. It makes yeah. it more interesting. And we could turn a three hour and 32 minute episode into a four hour. <laughs> 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 a four-hour telethon. We're gonna just call me fucking Dick Clark. Oh <laughs> man. Oh god, Dick Clark, and you could be Ryan Seacrest, or you could be Dick Clark, and I'll be Ryan Seacrest. Whatever works, man. As long as I'm, uh, as long as I get to keep kicking that kernel knowledge. Hell yeah! All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is signing off from Ben. Free holy. <clears throat> so long, everybody.